this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. Emily Kinney, I play Beth on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Kelly. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak Podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. I uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Shabrino, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, sisters. This is Ray from Cali. In the zombie apocalypse, there's a thin line between moral and immoral. You can take a town from a bunch of innocent, clueless people. You can bite a man's throat off with your bare teeth. You can even threaten a little kid's life. But what you absolutely cannot do is take a man's last peanut butter protein bar. Michonne. Michelle! Michelle! You wrong, girl. Hey, sisters. Sister Speak family. This is Shalita from Philly. Carol may not always have to kick everyone's ass, but when she does, she does it while cooking the perfect dinner. Stay badass, my friends. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast of The Walking Dead. All life is precious, so says Morgan. Procrastinella says, if you're ass a walker, you are fair game. Hey, Sister Speak family, this is Tammy from New Jersey. I could have stopped him. I had him. 
We don't have to kill people. Uh, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, we do. Hey, Sister Speak Nation, this is Derek calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Y'all, it don't matter what you did before the apocalypse. Once it starts kicking off, only three words matter. Just survive somehow. We're freeing you. You are trapped. People don't belong here anymore. Hi, sisters. This is Malika's mom from Tucson reminding you to keep that shit short or get back. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead where we discuss season six of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 49. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister Speak family. Yay. Hi, y'all. We are back to talk about episode three of season six titled, Thank You. Thank you. Gracias. <laughs> Now see, <laughs> I don't know how to say it in anything else. Yeah, whatever. Okay, <clears throat> first of all, I got a couple of housekeeping things. First of all, our adult beverage of the episode. Okay, and this is this is so good. This is a wine recommended to me by our very own Sister Speak family member. Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. And I'm drinking the Menage a Trois Midnight Dark Red Blend. And you were certainly correct, Tammy. This shit is good. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is good. And, you know, I've had the Menage a Trois just red. And, I mean, I liked it okay. But this is really good. So this is going to be one of my favorite wines from now on. So thank you, Tammy. Goodness. It's good. What you drinking? Um, I am <laughs> drinking Welch's white grape juice. <laughs> okay. And it is not, it's room temperature. Room temperature. Because my throat's a little raspy. Okay. And then one, one other um, housekeeping thing, and that is, we want to give a sister speak shout out to the fellas over at the the Walking Dead Enthusiast Podcast. Hey, and that's Sebastian, Dennis, and Ryan. <laughs> How y'all doing, fellas? Hey, fellas. And What's we, up? We appreciate so much for you guys even mentioning us on, on your podcast. podcast. So, And I did listen to your, your uh, uh, podcast, and you guys are funny. Y'all don't cuss as much as we do, though. No, but uh, I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I don't think no one does because Sister K like that dusty fuck say, I love the name Sebastian. I oh I yeah, love that name. It just it, it sounds like somebody really suave and smart. Well, I don't know about all that, but I just that's like what the it sounds sound like of the name. I like Ryan and Dennis too. Don't get well, me yeah, wrong. But yeah, I like Sebastian. But you fellas are really good. You have a really good podcast. So you know, family members, uh, go listen to the the Walking Dead enthusiast. They told podcast. us about it. Well, yeah, but, you know, that was in an email, and now we're yes, like... Yes, I think it was David, and then who else? Or some, one other person that told us about them. Um, 
And hey, no shade. I'm just saying that we are awfully busy. So I don't even have time to listen to our podcast back, mm-hmm. let alone other people's podcasts. But I am going to go and listen. To, I did listen to your episode. Uh, what was it? I think it was the first episode of the season. One. But y'all talk about spoilers and comic book stuff. So I skipped it. Yeah. I skipped to the part where you talked about us. Of right. course. Now, when you guys get to talking about, I will say that though. But, but that's just for me. This is Sister Jack. And that is, when y'all get to talking about the comic book and stuff, then I kind of zone out and like, yeah, you know, talk, skip ahead. We don't talk about I don't comics. read the books. I don't read no comics no, and none of that We shit. don't want spoilers. However, however, but you guys do have a good podcast. So yeah. thanks, fellas. Thank y'all. Okay. Okay. So let's get on to this episode. Thank you. You. Thank you. Duncan Shane. That's another one. Oh, yeah. There you go. Is that what that means? Thank you. Duncan Shane. Shane. <laughs> Something Duncan Shane. That's what Engelbert, <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck Whatever. sings that one in Vegas, too. Anyway. If I had my United Nations calendar, I could tell hey, you. Hey, Joseph, let us know because, you know, you in Vegas, Engelbert's in there singing that song. Let us know. What? What that means. What the fuck? Why would Joseph know what that means? Because. Just because he's in Vegas. Engelbert Humperdinck is really nothing. big shit in Vegas. Joseph is young. He don't know who the <laughs> fuck that is. Yes, he does. He I is a youngin. I bet he knows. Sister J, come on now. <laughs> you done went off the way left. I bet Joseph knows. Let us know, Joseph. Joseph, mm-hmm. tell us how to say thank you in Tagalog. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. I, that's what I thought you was going to say. No. I know you would. <laughs> You're so ignorant. Oh Lord. Okay, let's talk about this episode. Oh, you know what? We can ask Andreas. Yeah. Oh yeah. He can say in, um, in, in Dutch, Dutch for for us. Hey, Andreas. Who yeah. else? Um. Oh, Timothy can do a little Aussie thing. That's the same fucking language, Sister J. <laughs> It's English. <laughs> Don't say like. <laughs> oh Lord, wait, y'all! It ain't even late. It only six <laughs> Oh, Gabriel can do it too. Yeah, and um, what French. They, what well, they speak Belgium, in Belgium. They speak French, German, or um, something hmm. else. Okay. I don't know what the, what particular language. I think it's all a yeah, bunch of them. All of them. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, we got all. Anywho. <laughs> tell us how to say thank y'all, y'all. Yeah. Thank you, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. I had somebody ask me the other day, what's the difference between y'all and y'alls? Plural. And you all. Yeah. It's plural. Uh-huh. No. It's plural on top of plural. It was y'all and all y'all. And she wasn't getting it. I said, because all y'all means everybody. It's the same thing. No, it ain't. All y'all. All all y'all mean a whole fucking group of people. Y'all just. Yeah, but y'all just, well, y'all singular. All y'all is plural. Yes, it is. Y'all is a bunch of people. (laughs) Y'all. All All y'all means everybody. Well, true. I think it's more than just y'all. Yeah, that's what I just. No, you said it was singular. <laughs> that is. Y'all is like two, three people. That's all y'all is a bunch of people. But I tend to say just y'all. I don't say all y'all. I just say y'all. Mm. 
I mean, <laughs> what'd you tell her? I told her. Y'all is singular. All y'all mm-hmm. is plural. All I know is I had to correct. <laughs> oh, that no. made me laugh. I'm, I know. I'm starting to get my sick, Ooh, my bronchitis, y'all. Pray, mm-hmm. pray for a sister. Ooh, yeah. But, pray um, for Sister Kay. I had to correct to Ted. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Correct my Siri vocabulary <laughs> because she was changing her. He really, I changed my Siri to a man. Yeah. Hello. My Siri is a man too. And guess what? He's Australian. Uh oh. Hey. <laughs> Australian Siri. I'm going to change him to British because it's slightly different. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I changed it because Siri was auto correcting my y'alls. When oh, I was typing no. y'all in my text and emails and whatever shit else on my phone. Oh, hell and no. I said, oh, no, Siri, you got to. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So I <clears throat> I don't know where I saw because something triggered me to say, yeah, I want to go correct it. If you go into the settings mm-hmm. and I think it's keyboard and vocabulary or something. Anyway, you can correct <laughs> that shit, y'all. They got an Ebonic Siri. <laughs> we don't speak Ebonic, Sister J. <laughs> yeah, but I know Ebonics. But I don't speak it or type it, so I don't care. Because you got to be able to, you know, communicate with the folks. Anywho, so I don't know how the fuck we got on Siri and shit. We talk about accents, but anyway. Okay, let's get into the episode. Thank you. Okay, this is when we start, Rick has just killed that screaming-ass Carter. Gracias. You know what? He's screaming his ass off. Making the horde come toward them. That was just the previews. That wasn't part of the episode. Yeah, it was. That, that was the last part. The first and, opens and up on Glenn Run. Everybody running. Everybody. Oh, wait a minute. This is what I want to know. Everybody running. Rick, at the end of that uh, that episode, sent Michonne ahead. How is Glenn in the front place? Good point. Running. Anywho. Oh, but there's a, a bunch of other questions, too. By and the there's some people I ain't never seen before. Okay. Go ahead, Sister J. Let's get it started. Mm-hmm. And the group is running. They stop, and that's when Rick tells Morgan to go back to Alexandria and warn warn them that the back end of that herd is peeling off. That's the that's okay. That was last time, right? So everybody's running ahead, and of course, well, Annie trips. Okay, because so they're running up a little heat. First of all, you skipped something. All right. Glenn's running and ducking and dodging bushes and shit. True. Rick comes up and he's trying to get Tobin on the walkie talkie saying, hey. Well, yeah. Uh, we are going around. We're trying to head him off. What's going on? There's somebody on the horn, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's then here come a whole bunch of other people. We're heading back to <clears throat> Alexandria. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other people. Well, but that was... That was part of that group. Yes. I mean, the only other people that's actually going with the herd is Abraham, Sasha, and um, Daryl. Daryl. That's it. Everybody else ran. I know. Everybody else is, is calling themselves helping Rick. So that's all them Alexandria folk. But something is happening with the walkie-talkie because it's all static and shit. Yeah, it's all static. So he ain't able to get So they running and stuff, and I just knew somebody was going to be tripping. 
Because you know what? That's what they always do. Shout out to Nina with Project Fandom, who does another podcast about uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. We're just advertising for every motherfucker now. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho, but Nina had the perfect tweet that day when I was watching it that night. Mm-hmm. She says, I can't remember word for word, so I'm going to paraphrase. It's not going to sound as good. She <laughs> said, if it would have been anyone... But a woman falling and tripping, I would have been okay. Yeah. Why couldn't it have been anyone? Yeah. But a woman. It could have been that big motherfucker falling because he got big ass feet over nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All but of a sudden, no, she it just, has to be boom. the woman that did it. Yeah. That's falling a, down. And you know what though? That's Good a, point. Thank you. That's the boop. even the boop. Even though I didn't say that like on Twitter and stuff. But that's the way I felt. And I thought, oh, God. And I was rolling my eyes. Like, oh, please. A woman? Come on. Now we got to help her as a yeah. woman. So Glenn, of course, the good <clears throat> Samaritan, he, you know, picks her up and is helping her limp along. Limp along. I'm thinking she you ain't going to last long. Okay. And Scott and David, they start complaining that Rick has led them. And especially that, that Scott, uh, uh, oh. that, that David guy, the white guy. Yeah. They start complaining that Rick done led them out there now, and now they all exposed, and these walkers is going to get him. I wish they would have shot their asses right there, doing all that stuff. You know what? Complaining. Uh, yeah, I wanted him to no, just no, pull out your said, gun and go, boom, no, I would have said, oh, well, then go the other way then. Yeah. See what happened to your ass. Yeah. Since you don't know how to do nothing. Well, why don't you go back uh, back to the herd? Yeah. <laughs> and help uh, uh, herd them. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, <clears throat> they're helping to get everybody up this damn hill. Yeah. And then some snarling walkers come out. Now, is this before or after Rick left? This is after Rick left. Okay. So before, so then Rick. Because <clears throat> Rick tells him, look, I'm going to swing on back. I can run fast. I'm, I'm going to run and go get the RV and bring it on up here. And I can help lead them back. Yeah, her. we'll lead them back to the main group. Yeah. And you guys get these people back home. And then he, he told Michonne and Glenn. He said, hey, uh, uh, y'all come over here real quick. Come in, come in. <laughs> and of course now he, <laughs> he's just standing by this tree kind of eavesdropping yeah. a little bit. But it was funny. Rick said now, yeah. uh, ain't all these motherfuckers going to make it. It ain't all going to make just it. Just let them go and get the rest of them back. And you make sure that your ass get back. Make sure you get back. <laughs> but you know what though when he was saying it i agree i did too i, I didn't said, nothing oh, wrong no, no. don't let it. these motherfuckers who 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 practically argued you down that you didn't know what you was talking about and shit and now their lives are in jeopardy and they're gonna get you killed oh hell no that's what you're trying to say don't hell let them no. kill your ass oh hell no but mm-hmm. I thought the same, but then as they showed Heath hiding behind the tree. Listen, I'm thinking, hmm. Oh, Lord. If I was Heath, though, I'd be like, what the fuck? Because he don't know them. That's true. But He just rolled up. That's true. But you know what? He wasn't the one complaining, though, either. No, he he he, he was keeping his fucking mouth shut. But when, when they widened it out and I saw that scene, first thing I thought was, oh, Lord, just shut the fuck up and don't be saying nothing. I know. You know, well, I knew that them fools weren't going to be long for this world. Damn. After talking shit, because you don't talk shit on Oh, Rick. you don't talk shit on no Rick. Or Michonne or Glenn or, or none of our peeps. Nah. So anyway, so then, mm. then. So he runs off. Well, these walkers come out. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Rick runs on. Yep. And these walkers, starling, snarling walkers, start coming out the woods. And so Glenn tells some other ones, he kind of hands over to Annie to, to, to Scott and David and said, look, we'll, we don't ta- have to take, care of we'll take care of it. And he, Glenn specifically said, don't use your gun unless you absolutely have to. Because, you know, that noise will bring them. Thank you. And so, he, oh, that was a good scene, though. Here go Glenn, Michonne, and Heath. Now, he he yeah, jumped he, up in there, and they the was stab, stab, steadily stabbing them all in the head and, mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. <clears throat> what does this fucking Sturgis do? I don't even know who the fuck this was. He starts shooting and he shit. He had some crocodile Dundee hat on or yeah. something, you know? And he, he pulls out his gun. Starts shooting. And starts but shooting. Wait. Ain't even aiming at a fucking Thank walker. You. Willy-nilly shooting. Yeah, and he shot Scott in the leg. Shot him in the leg. Now, how come Brother Man got to be shot in the leg? Hey, that's all right. At least he's doing something besides fucking talking about he ain't want to kill nobody. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. Okay, Tyree said, don't no, worry near the episode, so let's not, let's not go there. But anyway... It'll come later, y'all. Just wait. And so after this fool, Sturgis, shoots... Well, wait. Go ahead. Well, after he shoots Scott by accident, then the fool runs off the opposite direction. Good. I didn't get that shit, though. Good. Because I knew what would happen to his ass. Well, we know he was going to get got, but I didn't understand. Why would you run the opposite direction? Because these people, like we said last time, when... Uh, Carol said to Olivia, you know how to shoot? And this chick said no. Yeah. Now, how long you been there taking care of the motherfucking guns? Mm-hmm. Tobin met Carol and said, hey, I'll take you out and teach you. Yeah. How come he wasn't trying to teach Olivia's ass? Good You've been point. here That's all a good this time point. with guns and you don't know how to shoot? That's a good point. So these fools have no clue how to take care of themselves. That's why that scene where Rick was saying, oh, let them handle it mm-hmm. <clears throat> was wrong because he knew those people couldn't hang. Yeah, but he was trying to prove a point though. I know, but he, he was let trying the shit to go prove- too far. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I love that scene. He was trying to prove a point to that motherfucking complaining whining Carter. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you know what? Yeah. They let Carter be the one. Them people don't know how to do nothing. Anyway. And that's what Sturgis uh, mm-hmm. personified. First of all, he's shooting all over the damn place and then he gonna run off. No, knowing he don't know where the hell he's right. going. So while they all bent down like Annie and, and Michelle no, and him, while they tr- uh, bent down looking after Scott, then a walker comes up behind David and bites that motherfucker on the back. Well, wait, it took him an awful long time to get to Scott in the first place. Yeah. He was battling a walker while he was shot yes. for a while. And I kept yes. thinking, uh, somebody needs to turn around and get and, these And fools. help him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> he was, because that walker almost got him. So, yeah. So, then as they did turn around and try to help him, yeah, David gets Scott. Yep. A walker bit him on the back. Now, see, that <laughs> shit ain't, you ain't coming back from hey, that. Well, he knew that. Yeah, he goes, oh, I he know what that means. He already knew that. I know what this he means. He said, I know what that means. Let's go on and get get Get, get back. on home. Thank get, you. get back. Yep. I got to get back, you know. So, anyway, then we got a scene where Daryl is talking to Rick over the walkie-talkie. Yep. And, and, um, he's telling them what happened. There's somebody yeah. blowing a horn and, and that the back end of the herd has peeled off and it's heading toward Alexandria. And of course, 
uh, Daryl wants to go back and help him. He said, no, you need to stay there with Sasha and Abraham and, and taking that, taking that 20 miles out. Y'all yeah. got about five more miles to go. And you know, that's what he's trying no, to tell. It was him. like 15. And then Daryl. So no, then- they've already been like 15. They got five more miles oh, to go. So anyway, so Daryl, he's still debating on whether he want to leave yeah. or not. And Sasha and them is talking about, uh, no, follow the mission. Well, and Sasha's telling him, look, we can't do this without, without you. you. Thank you. You know? And so he kind of looks around. He said, yeah, I got faith in you. And he turns his take, ass around. He takes off. No, he doesn't take, he doesn't turn around. He goes straight True. forward. But, but he, he takes leaves. Off. Now, this is what I got to say. They did need Daryl because that loud ass bike was helping keep the noise together for them walkers to follow. That's true. That bike is loud. It's loud. It's loud. Okay. Yeah. Now that's a good point. So, so they also, they follow in the car because, because of the movement also. Yeah. But as they, well, later on, Mm -hmm. well, I'll talk about then, but, Later on, when they meet back up mm-hmm. and they go that high up view, aerial view. Yeah. And you see all them damn walkers. Yeah. I don't see how some of them in the back or in the middle hadn't peeled off even further because what else is keeping them going? There's Be- no people shooting. Because. There's nothing. Well. <clears throat> we- They're all just following the ones okay. in front of them. Well, we're going to, uh, uh, I was going to get to that, but that is exactly what a zombie herd does they follow they sense when other zombies I know are there this, and, and they Jay, go with but the there are so many of them and they were so far back i feel like that some of them would have i don't think so there. i don't think so because all they're sensing is they going with the flow well yeah but they anyway. going with the hide anywho somebody gotta be last daryl leaves yeah daryl leaves and he's Driving an awful long effing way ain't got nowhere. Yeah. Ain't gone nowhere throughout the whole episode. (laughs) Well, I'm like, where he going? He ain't got nowhere. Well, but I mean, come on now. Anyway, then we get, then we get, um, Glenn and them, Glenn them and Heath and Nicholas. They help. uh, Well, they're helping Scott to walk and Glenn's helping helping Annie to walk. Her name's Annie. (sighs) Whatever. He's helping her to walk until Michonne is walking next to David, the Who's one that got bit. bit. Yeah. And she's trying to talk to him, you know, probably getting his mind off of it and shit. And so he's telling her the story of, you know, his way. He got a wife back there. Wife, and he met his wife. And yeah, and, and blah, We met blah, after blah. the apocalypse. And how did we find love yeah. in such and so bad? And so Michonne's assuring him that, yeah, well, you're going to make it back to Alexandria. He said, if I can get back just to say goodbye. Yeah, I just want to say goodbye. She said, oh, you're going to make it back. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Now, hey. Michonne. We know how shit go. I don't even know why she even said that because you don't promise people shit in this world that they in. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck going to happen. You don't know what the hell. So. So they in. They make it to this little town. This little town. Yeah. And this. I was so annoyed. Why? Because they go, oh, well, let's see if there's any cars that are working that'll help us get back. Mm-hmm. So as they're looking at these cars, Heath is asking Nick, 
Nicholas. 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 Whatever. <laughs> this is where it happened, huh? This is where you guys were, huh? And he's like, yeah. They were, they weren't, uh, we were scared they weren't. Well, obviously, Heath was asked, uh, I don't know why that would bother you. No, I'm not done. I took it like Heath was questioning him because obviously somebody in the group that they left was somebody that Heath cared about. Well, I wasn't finished. So um, during that conversation, then Michonne and um, uh, Glenn start talking. He's like, look, I got to get back, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that everybody gets back. So I might need to break off here soon. She's like, no, we got to see these people through. We're ahead of the herd. We got time to stop real quick. Advantage is full up. Uh-huh. Then this motherfucker, and I'm talking Glenn. Going look at Nicholas talking about. Oh no, it wasn't Glenn. Sorry, Heath, because he don't know the fucking history. But th- but I call Glenn motherfucker still because he knows. He knows the history. He is going to say I know where you going now? Yeah. Uh. Well, since Nicholas was the last one here, he could show us the way home from here. No. And Glenn's well, going to say okay. N- well, yeah. I mean, no, come yeah. on, yeah, Glenn. I mean, that was some piss poor writing to me because, uh, okay, you know what? Not telling all the people in Alexandria what Nicholas did is one thing, and we know he told Maggie because she knew the truth. Yeah, but to but to further perpetrate this shit, like, yeah, I'm gonna trust your ass. Thank you to, to get us where we need yeah. to go. Oh hell no, no. Hell and wait, no. the whole time they're running in the woods, which, which I haven't addressed this yet this season, <laughs> we're still in, in the, the motherfucking, motherfucking woods. woods. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were going to fucking civilization. We'd be out of these motherfucking trees. Well, you know. Anywho. <laughs> and I didn't get my fix on the fucking fear of the walking dead because they fucked that shit all up. Mm-hmm. We didn't see nobody run through fucking town. Nope. Anywho, so we're still in the fucking woods, but while we're running in the damn woods, he's still like, Nicholas, come on. You can do it. Nicholas, come on. Hey, Nicholas. You're not that man anymore. You're not the same person you were. Mm-hmm. You're changing. You can get mm-hmm. us to where we need to go. Really, Glenn? Mm-hmm. And wait. Now, this is what I want to know. Does Michonne know? Because I feel like if Michonne knew what Dickless had done, she would have been looking at fucking Glenn crazy too. I don't believe Glenn told anyone except Maggie. Well, she told uh, Jesse or uh, uh, Tara. Tara. Yeah, but Tara back at the camp. I know. Now, Tara may or may not tell Eugene, but hey, they all gone. So anyway, I thought that was bad uh, I don't know about Ryan, but yeah, I didn't like that I, Glenn I, did that because this, uh, yeah, they're fucking Glenn up now too. Well, yeah, there's no way Mm-mm. that they told Michonne. There's no way that Michonne knows. To shoot your ass. He got. He, he lured your ass in the woods in the first he got, place. Uh, what's his name? Everybody, hey, ain't Chris? He got him killed. What's his name? I don't forgot. Noah. Noah. Got him fucking killed. Yeah. Now he didn't do it directly, but indirectly. But still. And then purposely lured your lured your ass out there to kill you. And, and he did that so Glenn wouldn't tell them what he did well, with he Noah. Did before. And then he admits to the fact that him and um, the other dude, Aiden, lied about how the other motherfuckers got killed. 
Exactly. Because you left their asses. Because so, when Heath was that, questioning him. And you're going to trust this fool on a run? Because when Heath was questioning him, I was cracking my upside. He said, oh, this were this, this where you where, left him, huh? Yeah. This where it happened, huh? And did you notice Keith was, I mean, Heath was just staring dead in his mouth. Right. Dead in his mouth. So I took that to mean there was somebody he left behind that, that Heath cared about. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter because we don't know the people. But my anyway, point is, it just annoyed right. me that they had him leading the charge. Yeah. And he don't know how to do shit. Leading the way. And so they're going down this little alleys or something, and, Wait, and they then, see yeah. Sturgis's hat. First of all, no, it's a street. It's a main street. Right. But my thing is this. When they do get past the street, and he's leading them, why you gotta go through a fucking alley? They in an alley. Why can't you go down the whole fucking street and turn the corner like normal people do? They in an alley. Then you're gonna be caught up in a damn alley if yeah. you go in an alley. It doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, so they see this hat laying in the street, and so everybody, <laughs> and, and well, so Nicholas picks it up, and says, "That's Sturgis' hat." Well, and then they go a little further, like you said, down the alley, and, and these things and, is eating, and there the walkers are eating Sturgis, probably. Oh yeah, that's Sturgis because he was fresh. Yeah, he was fresh. And they was chomping. So he leads them around another fucking corner. Well, as they're chomping, they try to back that shit up. Yeah. They go around another corner and there's there's some more walkers. So they Mm -hmm. have to duck into this pet store. I hated this shit. First of all, this is what I said. When I first, when they first went in there, I said, now why these motherfucking riders got to have them go in a pet fucking store out of all the places they can go? Why not a pet store? Oh, shit. I didn't like seeing that. Why? Oh, hell no. Them little car... Uh, oh, hell no. No. What do you mean? Didn't you see them old doggy carcasses in the cages and shit? Oh, I didn't see carcasses. Oh, yeah. There was little carcasses in the kennels um, where the pets were caged up. Poor and babies. Prob- exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't Ooh, see that. that pissed me off royally. Oh, so I was yay. yelling at them. Hey, I love my doggies. Now, what I did think of oh, as soon as I they was, walked in mm. there with all them fucking aquariums and shit is something's getting knocked the fuck over. Oh, I knew that Annie was going to be knocking <laughs> some shit over. She didn't knock nothing no, over. No, she didn't. I was but surprised. I kept though. thinking that would happen. Anyway. Anywho, so then Michelle's like, look, let's manage this full up and let's get to going. Mm-hmm. We got time. Let's do it. Yeah. She tells him we're about 30 minutes ahead so of the herd. So she we, we got time. Up St- uh, Scott's leg. Well, actually, it's Heath doing the bandaging. I thought, no, it was Michonne. It was Heath. Oh, whatever. Heath, so, was, Heath was doing the bandaging and he tells him that, that should hold you, man, until we get to Alexandria. Michonne, Sister J. You get your brown people confused. No, it ain't. So anyhow, so then he's done and Michonne have this conversation about how he's, first of all, he's acting a little bit salty because he then overheard some shit thinking that they're going to leave him. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And she said, you got a problem with me? That was later. The first conversation was, you know, we're going to make it. We're going to do it. And then Glenn decides, Hey, I'm going to have to go ahead figure out what the best way we're going to go to I'm going to go find something where I could turn it the feed store burn that sucker up to get these walkers 
out of our way and light a signal. Well, before Glenn does that, this is the scene where she follows Heath as he's trying to find some cart or something for Annie because she's got a gimp leg. And he tells her, look, I'll find something to help you. And she says, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Leave me. And he goes looking for shit. Michonne gets up and she says, you got a problem with me. And they had that whole conversation where he let her know. I heard what Rick said. Right. And she said, hey, Rick said what Rick said. But we ain't leaving nobody behind. And then he's trying to make it appear to her like, hey, well, but you know what? I've been out there. I know what it is. And she said, you don't know. You don't know shit. That was after uh, Glenn left, though. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Because she tells him, Glenn is out there risking his life for everybody. And I'm in here with y'all. It was after Glenn left. But be that as it may, go ahead. What is she telling? She told him. That he don't know what it's like to be out there. Right. Have your friend's blood or she be, said, be covered in had... blood and not know if it's from a walker, your, your friends, friends or, or your own. Yep. She, and you just, haven't had to do things out yeah. there. Rick has. I have. We've all been out there. Yeah. You don't know nothing. You don't know shit. Right. But that, that was, was after good. Glenn left. But before. So then when. So when Glenn gets ready to go. Nicholas speaks up and says, I'll go with you. And then Glenn looks at him crazy. <laughs> he looks at him. He did what he did like Rick. But he didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. Well, that's because they're making him, they're making him the Herschel. I don't like, like I cause he was telling that fool. Like no. It. And then he thought about it and well, okay, come on. Well, and then Hell Nicholas no. says, well, I can just draw a map. And he's like, no, you can come. No, come on. He says, but I need to do something real quick first. Mm-hmm. So he's taking out Herschel's watch out of his bag and the rabbit's foot out of his bag. And then he gets the walkie and then they flash over to Rick, who is running, honey. Oh, he is running, running full out. Running. And I'm like, ass. I was coming out of, out of breath <laughs> watching his ass run. <laughs> And I'm thinking they really had this fool running for real. For real. And I mean, top ass speed. He was running. So he runs, Rick, and he comes up on some walkers, some walkers chomping on somebody. Somebody. So as he's running, he I think he would have ran past them, except the damn walkie talkie starts squawking. Right. And it's Glenn telling him, look, we're going to make the signal. We're going to try to... We're going to burn, uh, burn something. something up to so when you see keep the them, smoke, you know, that mm-hmm. we have, you know, um, try to do a diversion mm-hmm. and he says, stay alive, dumbass, or something like that. He does. Dumbass. He which, does. Now this time I did remember, this is what he said in the first episode, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Anyway, I at thought that it was po- dumb. At the same time though, Rick has to fight these fucking walkers. His knife gets caught up in one of them's skull. And he cuts his hand. And he cuts his hand. I'm thinking, oh shit. It's bleeding too. So then, um, and I've been wondering how they've been able to stab these suckers in the skull and not have no problems with their knives. Especially those little knives. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So he ends up killing them, but then he's like, his hand's bleeding, it's hurting. Then he takes off running again and finally makes it to the camper. The um, RV. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So he starts up the RV and, at first and drives I thought, well, wait off. A minute. How was he able to make it? But but that RV is like on the very edge of 
that main turn where that where that whole area is so yeah yeah so he starts driving to where he's gonna rendezvous mm-hmm. with the rest of them mm-hmm. so then we get back and glenn is letting dickless lead the fucking way again yeah down alleys and cross places and shit. Well, first of all, before they do that, they come up on, it looks like a pretty wide street. So maybe it's one of the major streets, but they come up on a walker that's pinned under a car. Yeah. And Glenn is going to, uh, takes out his knife, is going to kill him. And Nicholas said, no, it should be me. Because we find out that it was a 19 year old named Will that, Nicholas and his group left. That's one of the ones they Yeah, one left. of the ones they left. Awful. Damn. And then he stand there for a minute looking at it. Like well, that's he can't he, do it. But that's because he's getting that fucking ringing in his head. Whatever. He gets that ringing in his head and he and he like zones out. Yep. You know? Well he, he should have left his ass there, Glenn. That's anyway, yeah. That that was Glenn's fault. But anyway. And you know this fucker is going through something. So why are you still gonna follow his ass? I just didn't make any sense to me. Glenn's well, smarter than that. Well. Anyhow, these motherfuckers, he gets them hemmed up in this alley where there's nothing but gates, locked doors, and other gates. And behind all the fucking gates are more walkers. And they're getting followed by a bunch of fucking walkers. Now, someone pointed out to me, as they're running down that one alley, street, whatever, where they finally get hemmed up and they can't go any further because that fence. Right. They run. This person said to me, go back and watch it because they run right by some steps. There is to the second floor. And how come they couldn't just hop over that debris yeah. and go up them steps? Well, what I think happened is when they ran past it. Yeah. To get to that fence, to jump over the fence. They didn't know there were walkers there. Exactly. And by the point that they turned around, the walkers were already past the steps. Right. They couldn't get back to them. So at least there was some trash dumpsters there. See, now I thought they would jump in the dumpster. No. Why not? Because. They can't get you in a dumpster. Yeah, but how you going to get out? You wait till they get tired, hear a noise, and walk off. They would have been fine on top of the dumpster. No, they wouldn't have. At some point, them suckers would have got them. You think? Yes, I do. I don't think so. I do. Especially because they could see them. You should have gotten inside of the sucker. But they still know you're in there. But once they can't see you anymore, if there's a noise or something happens, they'll walk away and they'll forget your ass is in there. (laughs) That's why when they were stuck, Daryl and um, Aaron were stuck in that car. Yeah. They were looking for something to block the windows out. Because after a while, they'll be like, what are we even standing here for? <laughs> I don't think Let's zombies. Let's move on. I don't think zombies think. Well, anyway, I'm just Anyway. But so they, cl- so Glenn climbs up on the dumpster. Well, first of all, they stood there like dumb bitches and wasted (laughs) bullets shooting Shooting and trying to stab all them fuckers. And they was right up on them. And I'm thinking, climb somewhere. You could have climbed on top of the fence and still. And just sat there. Thank you. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there was walkers on the other side of the fence, but they ain't. Get on the edge or something. They ain't no 10 feet tall. That was like a 10 foot fence. Now, they could have knocked the fence over, but then you could have maybe. No, they weren't going to knock the fence over because the dumpster was right there by the fence. Well, either way. The other way, I mean, Sister J. Mm. 
They could have went around it. But anyway, anyway, so they climb up on the dumpster. And then this motherfucker starts ringing his fucking ears again. He's well, looking at all. ringing in his head. He's looking at all the walkers. He's all dumbstruck and shit. And then he puts the gun up to his head, which I'm thinking, first of all, okay, this is the first of all on this issue. How the fuck he still has bullets? He don't. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all right now on live podcast, I think we're going to find out that none of that shit even happened. I think it's all happening in Nicholas's head. And when they come back to that scene, I I don't know. Yeah. When they, when when they come back to that scene, Nicholas going to have that gun up to his head going click, click, click. Cause he's zoned out, but there ain't no bullets. Because he didn't have any more bullets even when they was down on the ground. They ran out, so that's when they exactly. started knifing them. That's so why I'm like, why? how did he have one bullet left to shoot himself? That's why I'm saying, I bet you it's all in his head. Then, okay, let's keep going with it. Mm-hmm. So then he shoots himself. Glenn, at this point, is trying to get him to snap out of it. The blood splatters all over Glenn. And then they start falling because Nicholas's body falls into Glenn. Falls into Glenn and they fall down on the ground. Well, Glenn falls backwards, so he's on his back in that sea of walkers. Obviously, Nick falls on top of them. Exactly. Then you see walkers starting to eat. Now, someone pointed out on... <laughs> what? It's just what you said. <laughs> walkers starting to starting eat. To eat. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is another thing. We talked about this when Herschel got bit. Uh-huh. Through jeans, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember, remember that. that conversation? I remember that. I remember that. How did he get bit? Through jeans like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the walker's yeah. teeth ain't no sharper than people's teeth. Exactly. And you're going to bite through denim. Some jeans. And then bump, uh, flesh. Let's see. What did Nicholas have on? He just had a shirt on. Okay. So this is what I want to say. He did have a jacket on, though. Well, okay. He had a jacket. So then did you see that walker when he fell? It just used its fingers and it was cutting open the flesh mm-hmm. and pulling out intestines. Mm-hmm. Now, how can it do that with just its fingers? It ain't got claws. That's not the part that bothered me. The reason why I thought it was a dream. And that's because how the blood was gushing. It wasn't it even. Wasn't, yeah. It, it was like a fountain. Well, it was gushing. Plus. It was like a fountain, a water fountain. So this is what someone mentioned that. First of all, intestines ain't up by your chest, which is where it looked like it was on Glenn's body. But that's because it's not Glenn's intestines. Right. Well, it's Nicholas. But at the time, you don't realize that on first viewing. You're no. like, what the fuck? No. Oh, no. They're not going to do this. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Glenn mm. is gone. Everybody's well, sad. There's another really important thing, too, and that is this. And another person pointed this out to me. And I did notice it maybe... Maybe the third time, because I watched the episode about, or that scene especially, about three times. And especially by the third time, when Glenn falls into that sea of walkers, he's falling outward. So his head is pointed toward the other end of the alley, correct? Because he's falling, yeah, he's falling that way. Well, And then, when he's laying on the ground, his head is right next to the dumpster. Well, whatever. My... Well, what that tells you is they filmed that scene in two or three different takes and the editor didn't catch that shit. No, well, see, he fell on the ground and then something fell on him, of course, but there's still walkers around. So even if he is getting chomped on, or excuse me, even if it's 
Nicholas getting chomped on top of him. At some point, they would have eaten through Nicholas and gotten to Glenn <laughs> if he's still standing there. Oh, people think he's going to be scampering under the dumpster. And I don't see how. All this other shit. I'm telling y'all. It's I'm, a dream sequence. I, I'm telling y'all. I I doubt it even, even happened. It's happening in Nicholas's mind. I'm yeah. telling you. Something. Yeah, because Glenn is not dead. <sighs> nope. Well, anyway, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know why, because Glenn pissed me off by doing all this. Yeah, Nicholas, you can teach us or show us the way home mm-hmm. after all the shit you've done and people you've killed and <sighs> try to shoot well, my ass. That's the end of them anyway. So let's go back to Michelle. So and then him. back to Michelle and him. They, um, they're in this still in the pet shop. They're in the pet shop and they say, okay, let's try to get going. So, oh, one thing we did forget about Glenn and Nicholas that really pissed me off. And that is when they ran up on the feed store, which is where Nicholas was supposed to be taking him anyway. Oh, so they could burn it down for a smoke. It was signal. already burnt. It was already motherfucking burnt. Yeah. Shit. You dumbass. That's what he get for following that motherfucker. Thank you. Damn. That just really pissed me up. I thought, oh, please. Anyway, okay. Glenn, I know. <laughs> Glenn is not even that dumb. I know. He wouldn't have been following this fool like this. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't way. think he would have. No. And especially since they had him say at least twice in the episode, I got to get back because I got to get back to Maggie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they decide Michonne and all the rest of them decide they need to get ready to go. And as they get up to get ready to go, you hear gunfire. And when you hear the gunfire, then the walkers you, that they saw eaten up on Sturgis or whoever are starting to come down the street. So they really can't leave right at that no, moment. But they're going toward the gunfire. Right. So, so they said, we're just going to hunker down here and wait. Well, well, I kept thinking somebody was going to fall over. I thought Annie was going to fall. Yeah, because she was standing up hobbling and Uh shit. Anyway, they start hearing this banging and clanging and shit. Now, this is what I was trying to tell you before uh, when you made the comments about the herd. The whole reason why those motherfuckers start banging in that closet is because they could sense all them other walkers. And and it's like they they were animated. I, think, I mean, they've been in that damn pet uh, 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 shop for uh, several minutes. They ain't heard no banging and clanging, right? Which is dumb. Well, but I'm just saying. No, I think they started banging and clanging because they heard the gunshots too. Well, that could but, be. But they also sense all the mother motherfucking walkers. It didn't make any sense because why weren't they banging and clanging when they heard them talking? Exactly. Anyway. Yep. But, you know, we have to suspend that's our a, belief for some that, things because it's a TV show. That's a big I said mistake. that last week. It's a TV show. We <laughs> yeah. got to have these situations. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they hear all the banging and clanging. So Michonne goes over and opens up the door and it's like two, three walkers. Well, let's deal with David before we get to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Go ahead. So, you know, as they're, when they hear the gunfire, then Michonne says, oh, great. That's going to draw the walkers away toward the gunfire so at least eventually they'll all pass and we can get on down the street and so david is sitting there writing the the goodbye message to his wife on this little roll of paper looks like like ad machine paper or something yeah and um 
So he shows it to Michonne. And I thought this was hilarious. For some reason, I just laughed because he showed it to Michonne. And rather than to answer him, because they're trying to be quiet, she wrote on her arms, you are going to go home. First of all, <laughs> Michonne. Okay, this is another. I, I want to know who wrote this shit. Oh, this is stupid too. Oh, you know who wrote the shit. First of all, Michonne would not do that. No. She would not promise someone some shit. Especially knowing and believing what Rick said. Ain't all of these motherfuckers gonna make it. And he already got bit. Thank you. I mean, damn. So why are you telling this man this bullshit? And then wait, gonna give him the note back. Didn't even roll, didn't even put it in her pocket or nothing. No, that ain't the part that got me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's be real. Michonne is chocolate. Sister J, stop. She is not going to use <laughs> Oh, hell no. Let's be real. You oh. know, hey, you know a Caucasian individual wrote this scene. Because Michonne is chocolate. She is not going to take no fucking ink pen and write no shit on her arm. And even if she did an ink pen, you're not going to see that shit. Not like they filmed it. <laughs> well, let's be real. Oh my God! I'm she not trying to so say ignorant. She's a beautiful woman, but she's chocolate. That's why she turned it over on the light side of your arm. Oh, everybody's shit. inside arm is lighter oh, than their shit. outside arm. Oh shit! Ain't that much lighter? Shit! And she, hey, you and are so minute. fucking rude and, and, and ignorant. And she been out in the elements? Oh, hell no. Sister J, stop. Oh, you know that was some bogus shit. I was cracking my ass up. First of all, she wouldn't have done it, number one. And number two, I mean, oh, that was just the stupidest shit. That was Sister J talking hey, all yeah. y'all. And y'all riding. know. Yeah, this Sister J. And she is a beautiful chocolate woman. And ain't no black woman going to be writing no motherfucking shit <laughs> on her arm with a black ink pen. <laughs> Hell no. Shit. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> if you were creamy, smooth milk chocolate, like, and she dark chocolate. No, no. Uh-uh. That was some bogus shit. Probably wasn't even her arm they showed. <laughs> oh, oh, now they got a stunt arm. Hey, I wouldn't doubt that motherfucking shit. No, sister, you're so Anyway, ignorant. but that, hey. Anyway, the bottom line I is thought this. that was stupid. The character of Michonne would not have looked at this man and said, you're making it home, and then just leave him and his note alone. Yeah. She'd have said, just in case, because she knows how the fucking world works. Hell yeah. They got her and being all had, pie in the sky. And she, she just too. told Heath. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know because you ain't been out there. I've been out there. Thank Rick been you. out there. Just told him that. Hell yeah. Dumb. She's a realist. Dumb. Oh yeah. So anywho. These motherfucking writers they, this season. Lord have mercy. Anyway. So when those suckers bust out of that room or she lets them well, out of that well, room. Well she opens the door right. because they're making noise. And she kills one, but it falls all into the damn oh, aquarium and breaks. So one, so and then he's like, "They heard that shit." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. So then 
these walkers are starting to pound up on the windows. Yeah. And then they look beyond those few walkers, and now the herd has done caught up. Oh, it's a whole sea of Bunch them. of They're all in the street. So then they decide, hey, let's leave through the front door and try to run away. Yeah. What kind of fucking shit? I didn't get that, that shit. Now, shouldn't that place have a back door? Or maybe there's roof access or something? Well, first of all. Couldn't you barricade it and just hold but, down? Yeah. First of all, I didn't get this stupid decision because Glenn and Nicholas hadn't been gone that long yet. They don't know whether they didn't set a fire or not. Would you have just waited? That's the point they're making is that uh, apparently they thought they couldn't wait. But I'm thinking, well, I think I'd have a better chance of being holed up in this place yep. than out on the street. Than out on trying the street. Trying to run. Trying to when run. When they're already in the street. And when you got two with a bum leg. Yeah, two crick people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, for real. <laughs> crick. Oh, Lord. Hey, <laughs> that's what I call it. Crick people. But, anyway, you know, so yeah. they yeah. decide, oh, let's go out the front door, the front door, kill up a few to get out and mm-hmm. then let's run while they're surrounding us. So, mm-hmm. oh, oh, and let's leave the crick girl to hobble by her fucking self. Did, okay. When they opened the door and they killed those few. Yeah. You see everybody take out running. They don't. Th- they they didn't forgot about Annie. Ass, they didn't forgot about Annie. That she was loud. Shit. That was motherfucking messed up. They're passing alleyways and shit, and there's more walkers coming. Well, first of all, when they ran out, she's the last one out. She got a gimped up leg. Of course, the walkers gonna get her, and she talking about, "Go, leave me, just leave me." Run. Well, yeah, they was gonna leave your ass anyway because uh, obviously, you know. Because you was the last one out. This is the thing I didn't get oh, either. Oh, man. That was... First of all, if you're going to do that... Shit. If you're going to do that, let... I mean... Put the put the gimp ones in the front. Right. Well, you can't because you're trying to kill shit in the front of you. Well, but still... Put her in the middle or something. Or something. I mean, even that Honey, Scott guy, he was hobbling. My ankle was broke. I'd be I'd running. I'd be hobbling. I'd be hauling ass. Hauling. Hauling. <laughs> but anyhow. Anyway, so the walkers got her. She falls down again. And, and they, they, they chomp her up. And they don't shoot her or nothing, which I thought was fucked up. This is another thing. They I didn't thought, shoot her. I thought, well, damn, y'all. You hear her wait, hollering. Wait, wait. Shoot her in the All brain. All them bitches turned around to look. They looked. And she's saying, run, go. And then as they start surrounding her and chomping her, they could have shot her real quick. They, they they could have shot her in the head. They didn't. So she wouldn't become a walker. So not only does she have to suffer through getting bit yes. up and killed that's, by bites. That's some cold shit. They don't put her out of her misery so she's not a walker later. Mm. If there's anything left to her. Because there might not be nothing left to her. You know. They, of- they probably not going to eat her brain. Honey, Lori got all the way eight. There wasn't nothing to Lori left. That's true, though. You that know? is true. So, anywho, they Ooh, keep running. I forgot running. about that. Remember? Yeah, that, that was, sucker ate her all up. Ate the whole thing. So, if there's a horde like that, I believe you, me, yeah. she ain't going to last for long. Yeah. Anyway, but, so they keep running. Yep. And go down another fucking alley. Alley. Duh. Yep. And there's a fence. So yep. they got to climb this fucking fence. But at least there was something. Uh, and 
and I didn't really, I didn't really get what, what was it that they pulled over there? I think trash cans. Was it a trash can? Okay. And so at least they had a presence of mind to do that and stand up on it and climb up. Well, but Michonne and what's his name? David. David. They the last one. They the last ones. And they starting to get grabbed on. Now, hey, I was now, yelling I at the TV. Was, I was like, okay, now look. Y'all better not kill off Michonne. You kill Michonne, I'm out. Out. That's right. Now, I shouldn't say that too loud because there is a strong possibility that that will happen at some point, as well as all the rest of them. They better not kill off Michonne. But look, she's a black character. What you think? They better not kill off Michonne. But Sister Jay, I'm just telling you, you best prepare not. yourself now. They anyway, better not. But I was screaming, talking about, oh, hell no. Because I'm uh-uh. telling you right now, if they kill off Michonne, I'm out. I'm gone. Well. Oh, I'm gone. Oh, hell. <laughs> and and promoting others? Oh, please. I'm just telling you to be prepared. Hey. This, this is a TV show. You know what? That there's, has issues. There's a lot of other good shit on TV. We can start another show. Sister Jay, come on now. Stop. Mm. I'm telling you just to be prepared because they don't tend to like too many black brown people on the show. They better not kill now, off they the got show. Bunches of brown people right now on the show. Well, but like I so said, so you know what that means? They a couple not, of them gonna go. They, uh, uh, they better not be Michonne. So anyhow, so they snatching up Michonne and Scott, David, whatever the fuck his name is. His name is David. Okay. Scott and Heath are, are already over. So then over. Heath and who's the other dude over there? Scott is the black guy. That's, that's okay. Sasha's so they started shooting. They started shooting at the walkers to try to get him off of them. Which which was good. Well, but but they of course run out of bullets and just have to stand there. Mm-hmm. So at this point, they start really tugging on David, and Michonne gets over. And I said, okay, well that. We knew that shit was going to happen because yeah. he was going to die anyway. He was going to die anyway. I, this is the problem I had with this scene. So Michonne gets over and they all three watch this Stand there. man get chomped to death. And didn't even. Michonne didn't take out her katana and kill him. And kill him enough. Nobody tried. Well, they couldn't shoot him, but nobody no. tried to stick him. He was, he he was, was pressed, pressed on the fence. Ugh. He was pressed up against the fence. They could have just taken their knives and went tink. Yes. And put him out of his misery. They're looking. And wait, this is what I didn't get either. First of all, they they stood there too fucking long. Well, that's two. That's number, number two. But wait, this is what got me. Why do they have Michonne looking horror fucking fine? Yeah. Yeah. She'd been out there. She Hell, knows. She had two, two people that she knew and lived with as her zombie pets. What are these fucking writers doing to this shit? I didn't like it. And then there is no way you are not going to tell me that Michonne would have stood there. No. And let that man get chomped up. No. Looking fucking horrified and confused. Yeah. Now, maybe the two other ones. Yes. But not Michonne. I hate I didn't like that. I know. I didn't like it. And I didn't like the fact that that guy get eaten. And then his little note, of course, gets trampled on. Of course. Although, quiet as it's kept, Betsy probably ain't even alive. I don't even know who the fuck Betsy is back home, but she might have been one of the people yeah. that got chopped, chopped up. Chopped up by the wolves, so she's so probably anywho, gone too. I was just like, that don't even fit the character. It did not fit Michonne. 
Anyway, but them- it made me mad too that they just stood there. Stood there. And and in each one of these situations with the Alexandrians, that M- Michonne and Glenn and uh, all of them, that group, they know, but Michonne knows there was no attempt whatsoever made to kill them, to shoot them in the brain nope. so they wouldn't have to come back as a walker. Yeah. That's a, to me, that is so out of character. It is. She would have done that. She would have done it. And even, and. Even the Heath character, from what I understand, for people that read the comics, he would have done that, too. He didn't have no bullets. And he I, had a knife. Oh, well, look, the I don't know Heath, and I don't know Scott. I know Michonne, and Michonne wouldn't have done that shit. No, she wouldn't That's have done that shit. That's all I know. Shit. So I was salty times, too. I was salty when they even the had Glenn, it look like she was getting grabbed by and a fucking the fucking Michonne shit. So then... Let's just finish them. Yeah. They hobble, they at, they hobbling through the fucking woods again. Mm-hmm. They pass this creek, this nasty ass looking creek. Ooh, it was dirty water. And I kept thinking, ooh, now his bullet wound's going to be infected. Oh, it was some dirty ass nasty. water. Anyway, she's looking up at the sky, ain't seeing no fucking smoke. None. He's like, well, but that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. <clears throat> so she looks down at what she wrote on her hand her mm-hmm. arm and she wipes it off on her pants whatever mm-hmm. so they they cross that little creek and she says well this will slow and them we down. know let's go back for just a minute everybody know you're not gonna wipe no black ink off your hand no you're gonna have to use some alcohol some makeup removers a whole bunch of solvent shit to get that off well it'll fade but oh it ain't gonna fade in a few minutes that they've been out there <laughs> shit that pissed see but shit like that pissed me off though Let they need go. to make it at least halfway realistic damn well it, anyway. I'm more worried about the character being realistic not I the know. ink and shit but, but those are things <clears throat> that any editor and director should should get and it's just like one of our family members said I think in, in, a, in one of our Facebook comments or the email last week or something these motherfucking writers who write this fucking comic book well, that's fine and dandy, but you know what? Show us. Don't be telling us shit. Mm-hmm. And they leaving out a whole bunch of showing yeah. on all of these episodes. Well, this is a decision they make when they Damn. write this shit. But my thing is, the characters, let the characters be the characters. Don't try to switch them up yeah. into some shit later. Yeah. So, anyway, they they cross this creek, and they end up finally back at um, Alexandria. Alexandria. And, of course, they walk right through the well, busted up fence and shit. Mm-hmm. And Michonne lets go of um, Scott and takes out her katana and gets ready oh, as they're yeah. walking through. She ready. So how come you couldn't have <clears throat> chomped them other people? Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Whatevs. So then we're back at Rick in his RV. But, okay, before we leave that, though, the only good part or, or the good part I thought of the scene where they finally make it back to Alexandria was that you could see the damage that the wolves did that, 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 uh, church steeple yep. was ball busted up. There was some burned out buildings. Cause Alvin, evidently they had fired up some shit. Remember they burned that dude. Yeah. They threw those. Right. But there was some big Molotov cocktails and right. shit. But there was some burnt building too right there. Well, that that was already there. Oh, okay. Remember? Okay. I didn't remember that that burnt That was there outside of the gate. Okay. Those burnt houses. 
Anywho. But this is inside the gate. It wasn't. Yes, it was. No, Sister J, whatever. It was inside the fence. What Whatevs. <laughs> back to Rick. Let's get back to our Rick. All right. Because this is some shit. Oh, Rick is stopped on so the road. And he's the at road. the. He's at the. He's uh, telling spot. He's telling know? he gets on the walkie and he tells Daryl, "I'm at the spot. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. This is gonna work. Let me know when you win position. <clears throat> this will be good." And mm-hmm. Sasha is on there going, "See Daryl, uh huh, see." Mm-hmm. So Rick is trying to um, get some Kleenex to stop the bleeding on his hand, mm-hmm. and he's getting ready to get back on the walkie-talkie to do something. <clears throat> when the back door flies open Ooh. and that motherfucker, that motherfucker, that, that Morgan snatched, didn't kill. Yeah. That Morgan didn't kill. That snatched that gun up at the last minute. Yep. Start shooting. Open that door and start shooting at Rick. At Rick. Oh, I was screaming. I said, oh, oh shit. Oh no. Now this was good because it was the a episode thing. I thought was over. I'm like, I, I wasn't know. expecting no I shit know. like this. It I know. got me all fucking nervous. Because the, these scenes were after the Glenn scene. Right. Where you think that Glenn's, you know, died and everything. And then they come, uh, there's more. There's you more. Know. Oh my God. So this Rick is so good. jumps and, and jumps out of the way real quick. And then this dude bum rushes him and they start tussling. Yeah. And then as Rick's trying to get rid of this fool, this other fool jumps him from behind. That's a black dude, too. Right. That was that black wolf guy. There were several black ones. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they are tussling and wrestling. And I'm thinking, shit. But you know what? Don't discount Rick. Don't you mess with Rick. Don't I mean, he will go psycho Rick. on you Rick in a minute. Went a little bit back to crazy. Oh, now, he did. Which was great. He got the better of the one wolf behind him, and then he snatched up the gun of the wolf. And, and just went pow, pow. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, the thing I like about Rick is when he's in that mode, Ooh, he don't hesitate face. at no, all. No, And don't. his face is like, yeah, his okay. Face. He's this like, what I need to do. Motherfucker. Boom. Oh, I just loved it, though. I loved it. So oh, as he but then is, the harrowing part. Wait, wait, wait. So as he's looking... At these wolves, he notices the black one has baby food in his pocket. In his pouch. So he's got this horrified look on his face. Well, he's searching them for like ID or uh, weapons and all that kind of stuff. So then. Oh my God. When he took out that baby food, I like to die. So then he looks up and he sees some more of them creeping up on the other side of the RV. He just happened to catch that rear view mirror. So he quickly crouches down and grabs that machine gun. AK-47. From Alexandria. Mm -hmm. And he said, (laughs) (laughs) when I see that's when you need. An AK-47 assault rifle. That's exactly what you need. In a TV show, not in real life. You, well, don't, hey. need you don't need that shit in real life. You Nobody does. I, hey, I, <coughs> no. I, I would spray somebody. <laughs> Which is exactly why your ass don't need one. <laughs> got enough people getting killed Ooh, and around I, here. I just got an email for a special CHL class. <laughs> oh, and guess what? Wait a minute. We got to digress for just oh, a minute. Shit. I got 
an email about the law changes in Texas. <sighs> Beginning January 1, 2016. Open carry. And, and wait a minute. And attached to the email was an assortment of gun holsters for women. Oh, hello. <laughs> so you can put a holster on your hip and carry you. <laughs> but that goes into effect in Texas. So they can wear it out in the open. Yeah, open carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can wear it well, in a holster. Well, that's good because at least you can avoid those people. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm being avoiding people now. I'm going to give me a holster. Shit. <laughs> It's time for me to look for a metal detector. I'm going to have to put one up in the doorway. Oh, but yeah. Anyhow, anyway, okay. It's not necessary in real life because you don't need that. Oh, yeah. It is necessary. But this in this instance, I was like, rat-a-tat-tat-they-ass, Rick. He got them all, He too. got them all. All of So then he gets, you know, of course, okay, so we skipped the part. Yeah. As he was getting shot at the first time the walkie-talkie was open so daryl heard all that shit he heard the gun so fire. he starts going faster still ain't got there still ain't got no fucking where the last we see a daryl he's meeting up with uh sasha and abraham again and i'm like well then where the fuck was you going daryl I, I don't get that i think he was going back to alexandria i think he was going back anyway i thought he was gonna go help rick well but Rick was going I don't back know. to I was a little no, confused no, by that. No. He was going back to help Rick. Because when he last talked to Rick before that, Rick said, I'm going back to get the RV. We know I know this. And he got it and he talked to Daryl when he got there. It, well, that's true. And but my thing is when Daryl heard those shots and he was saying, Rick, 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 where you at? Where you at, Rick? I thought he was going faster to get to Rick because he knew where Rick was. But no, he was meeting up. He ended up meeting up with Abraham and, and uh, Sasha. Um, Sasha. That's that's a writer thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. so then somebody, I'm sure someone wrote in about that. I hope so because I need some help with my theory. So anyhow, so then Rick is trying to start the, the RV up and it ain't starting. It ain't starting. Probably something got shot up. Yeah, he probably hit the gas. Or the other dude did, because the other dude was shooting towards the front. That's true. Rick was shooting at the side. Maybe he put a bullet hole in the radiator. Something. Because, you know, your car won't be starting. So he can't start it. And guess what? Here comes some walkers. Out the woods. Out the fucking woods. And there's a bunch of them. A bunch of them bitches. But that's because they heard that fucking gunfire. Exactly. But wait a minute. This is what got me. This is what got me with that whole scene. Andrew Lincoln needs an Emmy. He does. His face. I felt so afraid and so sorry for him because he looks so worried and hurt. He's been done needed an Emmy. Oh, yeah. He He has been needed an Emmy because he's done good work for six years. He has. I was like, Rick, it's time for you to keep running. You're going to have to leave the fucking RV. No. But But it's too late. This is what I said. Get the just like right. Bob did. He's going to have to. I thought but wait, I this had is a problem. flashback of yeah. Bob. I know. I didn't. I wondered why a couple people haven't thought of that before. Oh, I, hey, I was yelling at the TV. Get, get on, the, on roof. the roof. Get on the roof. Get before on the roof. Before they see you. 
Yeah. Well, I was thinking those windows look like they was rolled down. Too. Oh, hell yeah, they was down. <laughs> so they're going to be able to get in there. Shit. And then that one fool flew in the back door. Well, okay, this is what got me when the wolf attacked him in the first place. He just flew open that door. It yeah. wasn't locked or nothing. No. Shit. See? See? <laughs> See, mm-hmm. I don't be riding around with my doors unlocked. No. Well, or my w- motherfucking windows down. Nowadays, cars lock automatically. Uh, not, not all of them. them. No, no. But the newer ones. Yeah. Do. I mean, mine do, but you know what I do? As Because my car does not lock until you're going forward. So when you're backing up, it's oh. still in the unlocked position. Oh. As soon as I get in my car, I hit that lock. Yeah. Because somebody could just come snatch, snatch your door open. Yeah. Mine's, but that's mine a habit, locks, though. Um, as soon as you go in reverse or drive or anything. No, mine doesn't. But. Anyway. Anywho. I was like, damn, Rick. So, first of all, roll the windows up if you can. But maybe you might need to jump out the roof or jump out he need and to get on the roof. run. He need, they can't get up on the roof. Well, they can't get up top. No, they can't. The trick is to not let them see you up there. Yeah. And to get up there, they're going to have to see him, I think. Anyway, so they pan the camera up. Oh, my God. And then all you can see all the walkers coming out the woods on one direction. Oh, my God. And going towards the RV in the other. Because he's been trying to start it so that noise is brought. Yeah. Long. So that grinding like, noise. Oh. And then it ends. And they're getting, I mean, they're getting so close that they're almost surrounding the RV. Right. Shit, shit, <sighs> and that's a big fucking horde. If it wanted yes. to, it could probably flip that thing over. So you know, Damn. I think he needs to take his that. chances on the road and just run. He runs mm. fast, and yeah, I, I mean because this still is not like <clears throat> World War Z. These zombies do not run. No, they're slow. Yeah, they are very yeah. aggressive once they get to you. Right, but, slow. but they got to get to you first. Right. So. And the way he be running, I think he'll. Be, <laughs> I think he'll be all right. Oh Lord, <sighs> mercy! That was a good episode. That was a though. stressful episode. It was a good episode, but I was really shocked until, like when? I said, until I watched the episode more than once, and then it hit me. You know what? I bet you it didn't even happen. Well, see, I never thought about that. I bet you it didn't even happen. And especially because that blood is just like a, it's like a water fountain. And I didn't even think about the fact that it wasn't Glenn getting eaten until, um, I think someone on Twitter or the talking dead or somebody Mm -hmm. mentioned it. I did though. Simply because. Okay. So then this is what got me thinking though. Yeah. Was when they did the in memoriam on the talking dead and Glenn wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. That's clue number 50,000. Yeah. That's a big clue. Or clue number two. Really. And then when when uh, Chris Hardwick read that little supposedly email from uh, the writer. Yeah. The Gimple guy. Yeah. I said, oh, you know what? Mm. I don't even know why they even felt that necessary. Because, because this is, this is what pissed me off. And that is, after watching The Talking Dead, that's how come I think it didn't even happen. Because I, after I watched that episode of The Talking Dead, I thought, oh, they tried to make this motherfucking shit rival Jon Snow on the Game of Thrones because they see how much press and and 
and social media comments that that episode uh, garnered with Jon Snow. I don't so. even know how people were making that correlation. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's the same thing. Because I'm sure these motherfucking stupid ass writers think, oh, yeah, let's do it this way. I don't think Please. that's it. Oh, and, and, and there's been people already on Twitter already and, and uh, Facebook saying, oh, you know what? When they do get back to the episode, if Glenn ain't dead, I'm calling foul. <laughs> well, it is going to be a little foul, but I'll be glad he's not dead. But it's going to be a little odd. Now, I look, don't care. It's more plausible if it's what you think. I think dream. it's a dream sequence. That's more plausible. Or, you know, he's zoning out. That's more plausible than him sliding up underneath the garbage can. Well, I don't think it really happened. And I think the clue was, I think the writers call themselves being clever because when you look at that episode, Nicholas has an episode of ringing in his head at least four times. And the fourth time is when he shot himself. Yeah. And I think those were those other times were your clue yeah, that he zones out during the, the, those seconds that he's uh, because Glenn always had to say, Nicholas, 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 you know, yeah. like come back to reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I think it is. All right. Well, let's get to our feedback. <laughs> it was a stressful episode. It was stressful. It was. Because, you know, honestly, everybody now can say, oh, I knew, I knew something. But no. they didn't know. And when I, you were watching that shit, you were shocked as I shit. I was shocked. Like everybody and, else. But let me tell you what shocked me sad. the most. Let me tell you what shocked me the most in the whole entire episode. And it was not Glenn. Oh, Lord. What shocked me the most was that three motherfucking black people made it back to Alexandria. (laughs) Three black people! Shit. I could not believe it. Three. Yep. They all made it back alive. Well, Mm -hmm. that's why I say Mm -hmm. it's bound to happen. Well, they better kill off Scott before they kill off Michonne. Kill off Father Gabriel. Well, yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. He need to go anyway. Anywho. Okay, All let's right. get on to our feedback. All right. Our first uh, email, or actually it's a voicemail, is from Miss Shalita. Hey, so Shalita. let's play her voicemail. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Hi, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. <sighs> As I posted online, I'm just devastated. Oh, I Lord. I can't believe they did Glenn like that. I just... <laughs> This is first reactions. This I know. I know. I can't believe they did him like that. Before we knew anything might be fishy. <sighs> mm-hmm. Punk ass dickless strikes again. Yep. So he just, oh, he can't even commit suicide right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. It, oh. oh, my. <sighs> I'm really upset. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't even know what to say. I'm so upset. By mm. what happened because you know Maggie's got to be pregnant now, right? Oh yeah, like the way they were acting. Oh yeah, before he left, and why he had to get back? Oh, yeah, damn it! I just I can't even. I, I can't even rewatch the episode. I'm so upset. <laughs> uh, I can't. It, ugh, it's just so upsetting. Um, other stuff. Um, I love when Michonne read Heath because that was awesome. Oh yeah clearly don't speak out about Rick because you're going to die within a few seconds later. Oh, yeah. Um, damn it, Morgan. 
uh, with the gun and the wolf and uh damn it and judith better be all right yeah um we didn't talk about that i i just this week was it was a good episode but it's just that ending damn that ending is just killing me it's just i cannot believe that happened i just i can't okay that's it this is just gonna be a bunch of me going i can't i can't and i can't (laughs) (laughs) thank you Shalita. Oh, thank you, Shalita. And I'm not laughing at your pain. I'm just laughing because I'm sure you've watched it more than once now. Yeah, by now. But this yeah, is by the, now. Yeah. But. Initial uh, reactions. We were all yeah, feeling like that. I mean, you know. How in the hell do they get Glenn? He's been on ever since the beginning. Yeah, well, it's time for him A to go. A staple of the, of, the, uh, of the core group. It's time for him to go so Maggie can grow. <clears throat> oh, Lord. We haven't even seen her as lately. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. So they're going to have three or four episodes of her grieving for him. Well, but you keep saying he ain't gone. He's not. So she won't be having to grieve. Right. But I mean, they're going to make her like think that he's, he's dead. Gone. Yeah. 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 And it, if it's real, it will be kind of sad. Mm. And Shalita also had a email. Okay, cool. And email. Uh, she says, hey, sisters and fam, very short addendum to my grief-stricken voicemail. <laughs> I left Sunday night. Glenn ain't dead. That's right. I've had to think about it, and he could survive. Hopefully, it'll be a good explanation and not stupid. That's it. Thanks. Until next time, <laughs> Shalita. P.S. Please don't read me, Sister J. I kept it short. Laugh out loud. <laughs> you know what, Shalita? Hey, that I is will, okay. I will never, ever read <gasps> you again <gasps> because... Shalita, did you hear that? You got Lenny James to say our name. Now that ain't... <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my goodness. I no, love that. No, she got every single She got every single one, but she got Lenny James to say our name. That was awesome. Oh, man. So, no, Shalita, I will now. never read you. Put an addendum on that shit. Mm. Does that mean that she sends in a 20-minute email or Well, no, now? no. We ain't going to get crazy with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shalita know better than to lose her mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But sending in a voicemail and an email, that's okay. That's all right. But you are correct, though. You know, maybe I'm not correct in in that it's a dream for Nicholas and stuff, but we all know Glenn is not dead. He is not dead. He's going to survive some kind of way. We'll see. And I don't really care, but anyway. We'll see what happens. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next feedback is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hello, sisters. Damn, what an episode. (laughs) Now it makes sense why they are airing the fourth episode of the season, 90 Minutes. Let's get started. (laughs) One, Michonne Heath. I love their combo in the pet store. Michonne's explanation to Heath reiterated what I said in last week's feedback that possibly Morgan has gone through a different zombie apocalypse experience than Rick's group. He's just gone through a different mindset like the folks from Alexandria, Woodbury, and Terminus. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's probably true. Two, Glenn. I have no idea if Glenn is alive or not, but personally, I have lost my interest in that character. Me too, Joseph. I'm with you. 
I don't care if he's alive or dead. Him always attached by Maggie by the hip lost its spark. <laughs> How about that? How about that, though, if Glenn really is dead? He died or would have died because of good old dickless Nick. Yeah. out loud. Yep. That'd be awful. <laughs> Three, Michonne, Heath, Sasha's hubby in real life. Did you two notice that from the group that Rick left behind after hearing the honking noise, that those three characters who are all black survive the journey back to Alexandria? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't help but just laugh and remember the lone brother man from The Purge who survived. Exactly. Because you know what? The first time, Joseph, I... I have never, I resisted watching The Purge. Uh, uh, Who is uh, watching The Purge? The Purge, I because I, I normally do not watch horror movies. However, a person told me, oh, yeah, but you want to watch this one, though. And I watched it for you two reasons. You talked about this before. But I watched it because Lena Headey's in it. Oh, Lord. And I like her. But when I found out who they done tied up and shit, brother man. But who survived? Spoiler alert. Nah. You know what? That's an old movie. If you ain't watched it by now, hey. But anyway, yeah, the brother man survives at the end. And that's a real switch. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. But brother man also saves their asses too, though. I did notice it. And I thought it was funny. But I'm like nervous now for Michonne at least. Because I'm a I'm hoping they would kill off one of the unknowns. They they better not if they <clears throat> but, know what's good for them. They they better not kill off Michonne. What do you think they know anything that's good? Oh for please, them? they better not kill off Michonne. Uh, number four, Rick in the RV. Like, what the fuck is wrong with white people on these TV shows? <laughs> not locking their door. Oh, that's what I'm saying, Joseph. Joseph. I mean, <laughs> let's get real. I mean, damn. You in a big motherfucking RV and he just whipped the door open and started shooting your ass. And now Rick didn't even bother locking the RV door, shaking my head. Mm -hmm. What's next? Rick won't be locking up the bathroom door once he takes a piss or a dump. Oh, Oh, well. Well, that's it for me, ladies. I am such, I am doing such a great job at condensing my feedback ever since the most epic season four of Game of Thrones, Laugh Out Loud. (laughs) Joseph. P.S. Still waiting on that Empire podcast. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, I got two things. Number one, don't be bugging the fuck out of us about no Empire. We gonna get to it. <laughs> and number two, we already told you what. All right. Number were. two, Joseph, you locked the bathroom door. What? Didn't he just say? He said. What's next? Rick won't be locking up the bathroom door. Won't be, which means that he he does. When you live with people, wouldn't you lock the door? Hell no. You'll be locking the bathroom doors in your house. If the the bathroom door is closed, that means somebody's in there. You don't have to lock it. Yeah, but if you live with other siblings and people that don't respect that shit, <laughs> you would lock your damn door. I'll be dead. Well, you know what? I don't know. I know Joseph is in college, so he may have to be locking his door. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he's okay. In school. We don't okay. know his situation. Okay. But if you ain't at home and you got to lock your door because people don't respect your space, that might happen one time and one time only. Not if you... Oh, hell no. no. I wish somebody would, please. Anyway, I just... mm, Okay. 
Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Jay, you're so ignorant. Hey, no, I'm not. And Joseph, yes, we know on the Empire podcast, we are still definitely going to do our season one. Yeah, we're going to do our season one. But um, we don't know about season two, though. We don't know though. about season two because it's. Actually, season two, Jay, we might just wait till the end and just he, sum up the whole thing. That's a good idea. Let's do yeah. that. But now, season one, we are going to go We by. already have it all set and ready. Yeah, we just, we just haven't it. found the time to actually record it. Right. But, but season one, we will go episode by episode. No, well. Kind of, sort of, in one episode, we right. said. In one episode, but, but what I mean is we're going to discuss Group each it. episode. Yeah. yeah, we will. But but it would probably just be one big-ass long uh, podcast. podcast. Yep. But season two, we're going to just sum that we, motherfucker we up. We have to uh, revise our thoughts on season Yeah, because uh, they fucking it up. <sighs> Thank you, Joseph. Anyway, Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next feedback is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, sisters. Really? Who's next on the writer's list? (laughs) Maybe Rick? Yeah. But I love the sacrifices people make. Stephanie in Michigan. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. For that very short short and sweet. And sweet. Email. And appropriate email. Linked. (laughs) Lengthy. Appropriately linked. (laughs) But yeah, uh... You know well, what though? That's another thing. They're not gonna kill off Rick Grimes. No, they they better not. They wouldn't. Everybody would boycott. The only time they would, if they did, it'd be because Andrew Lincoln said he didn't want to do it no more. Exactly. That's the only thing. Because I'm telling you, everybody, including me, would boycott. I would quit watching. I don't know if I would quit watching. But I would I, quit watching. It wouldn't be the same show. I will quit watching if they get rid of Michonne or Rick. Grimes. Yep. Them too. Yeah. Now they want to kill off any of the other ones? Okay. We'll see what happens. It's season six, so, you know. They better not. Okay, our next feedback is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hi, sisters and family. I will keep this short as I know you will be getting tons of emails (laughs) regarding our dearly departed Glenn. (laughs) Very sad. Now, on with my email. I must have missed something. As... Uh, always the case with me. Why is Rick sitting on an empty road with an ambulance? With the ambulance. Well, it was no ambulance. It was a it's an RV. Because he's waiting for them. He's waiting for the walkers to come. The ones that broke off from the, yeah. sec- the second half of the, what do you call it? The herd. The herd. And he's going to try to corral them back to follow him. Back to where the rest of them are. Exactly. Because to keep because, him from Alexandria. Right. Because Glenn has told him, yeah, we're getting ready to set a fire. When you see the smoke, then you know we all set. Well, he had already decided that plan before Glenn That's said true. all that. So, but anyway, why did Daryl take off and leave Sasha and Abraham to go on a joy ride? Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. He basically just did a joy ride, mm. wasting gas. Was it to make us think he was going to help Glenn and them? Yeah. I think he was going to help Rick. I think he was going to go help Rick. And go back to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. That was a little bit of a confusing yeah. story for now me. Now that you guys are mentioning it, though, yeah. He was driving all Seeing episode. He didn't, didn't turn get around. Nowhere. And drove really fast. And then he ended up back with Sasha and Abraham. Didn't make no sense. Yeah. In the last episode, Morgan was walking towards the gate with his stick with his stick in his right hand and a little black bag in his left. Was he leaving? 
Methinks Morgan is now cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> we'll find out, Bunny. Well, you know what? Excuse me, uh, but that's what I wondered too. Is what is that that he's carrying, carrying with in the him? bag? Yeah. I hate intelligent shows like this. I think I miss a lot. Oh, oh, no, you don't, oh no, you don't. Thank you for the podcast that clears it up for me. As always, a little off kilter, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. And let me tell you, Bunny, I know you don't miss a lot. And you know how I know? And that's because your ass can keep up with Annalise <laughs> on how to get away with murder. Thank you, because that shit becomes Yeah, because that now now that's got a lot of twists twist and, turns, and turns. And your ass keeps up with that real good. So mm-hmm. yeah, you doing just fine, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you. Okay, our next feedback is from Joanne from NYC. Hey Joanne. Hi sisters. I hope you don't have soggy socks and boots with pretty Patricia traveling through Texas. I know. It did rain a whole lot, a but lot. we're okay. And and you know okay. Let me just say this. Oh, Lord. Every time. Every we, time you pause. Every, wait a minute. Before you talk. I'm minute. like, Lord, today. What every you time say? in Texas, in North Texas, when they have storm warnings out and they warn people three, four, five days before the weather hits that there's going to be flash flooding and all kind of stuff. We always have people losing their lives, washing down the creek or the drain because they have went around barriers that the police put up to make sure your ass don't get carried away. Yeah. You know, and it happened again. I, don't know I mean, why we're do just that. fine, but yeah, but there's been there's been at least eight people who were swept away with flood waters in flood waters. And now that it all dried, they're finding their bodies and stuff because people refuse. And then they've had numerous people who had to be rescued by the firefighters and, 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 and all of water those rescue, yeah, water rescue and stuff. And then they put their motherfucking dumb asses on TV and the motherfucking people say, well, I just didn't think it was that deep. <laughs> well, motherfucker, that's a barrier for a reason. Some of them don't have barriers. Oh, my God. Sometimes people get do get stuck because they drive through an intersection and they don't realize that it's as yeah. deep as it is. It, it, you know. But you know what? Okay. But, but when you, okay, that will work for a person who does not live in the area. When your ass is living in the area and you just trying to get your ass home, you already know that that's a dip. You don't always know that, Sister J. I work in Fort Worth, Texas. (laughs) I don't live in Fort Worth, Texas. That's true. Dallas Metroplex has a ton of little suburbs and cities that you don't even fucking know what they are. I mean, you know what they yeah. are, but you don't know their yeah. streets and you don't That's know true. the ins and outs of the dips and the dips in the road and, you know, shit That's like that. That's true. But I mean, driving from one city to another, trying to get home or trying to go somewhere, you don't always know that that shit's going to be deep. Stay your fucking ass on the highway. Oh, Sister J, you're so ignorant. No, I'm not. Some people, yes, they go around barricades. And they're always times, doing it by a motherfucking creek. A lot of times there are no yeah. barricades. It's just people just going into When y'all ass know that you near water. a fucking creek, go another way. Well, and they done warned your ass five days in advance about 
Oh, anyway. Well, anyway. Anywho. That just. Okay, are we done talking about the rain slick stories? Because we only got the first sentence one. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Joanne. Mm She says, OMG, ugh, I knew this stupid ass plan from Stupid Rick was stupid. I just didn't realize it was going to cause Glenn's life. (laughs) But once they were stuck up on that trash bin, there would have been no saving him realistically. They were completely surrounded. What a way to go. Glenn saw his own intestines being pulled out while still alive. Nope, they weren't. That's harsh and cold. Nicholas died a coward. (laughs) I wonder how Rick is going to feel about the hot mess he created. He literally freed all the zombies. Mm -hmm. They were contained and he set them free. Yep. Well, Well, he didn't set them free. That truck fell. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Sisters, do you think Maggie is going to notice Glenn is gone or will it take her another season to realize? (laughs) (laughs) No. She'll notice. Because she sure didn't say nothing about her motherfucking sister, did she? No, didn't. Mm. Still ain't. Mm-hmm. By the way, I hate Rick right now. Oh, we can what? tell Joanne because she didn't like his plan. Oh shit! Uh, stay dry, Joanne from NYC, and then she's got another one that she sent um, the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just took a web poll on whether Glenn is dead or not. I said yes, and the results came back at twenty eight percent for yes, he's dead, seventy two percent for no. No, nope. but how can he not be? Sisters, would you be pissed if he gets a lot? He, if he gets alive out of this, I won't be pissed, but I, I am not at least bit surprised because I'm telling you, they not, Glenn's not dead. They did this stunt, the writers I'm talking about, uh, to rival Game of Thrones and Jon Snow because everybody's upset about Jon Snow. I don't think it's that reason. I but, think it's exactly that but reason. But it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't piss me off if he wasn't dead. I would just be like, I'd have to really suspend my belief. On I don't care cause, that, uh, because I'm with Joseph. Depending on how they Glenn do Glenn is not one of my favorite characters, so I don't care what they do with him. I like Glenn. Yeah, I don't I care. I mean, he's not my fave fave. I don't care. But I like him. As long as he's not talking about how much... You know, he wants to help somebody. And some I don't shit. care. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our next email is from Savina. Hey, Savina. Hey, Savina. Hi, sisters. So it's Monday morning and you have yet to upload your commentary for last week's episode, JSS, which tells me that I may have some more time to get in my comments. So here it goes. <laughs> All right, Sabina. Number one, I will admit I am not a huge Carol fan, but I really enjoyed her in this episode. This is JSS. Oh, yeah, yeah, JSS. Uh, The the action aside, my favorite part was seeing Carol cry at the end. Carol has been characterized as pragmatic, which can often be seen as being cold. So I think it is important for the viewers to see that Carol is burdened by her actions. Yes. This is a woman who does not take pleasure in killing people. Yet because of the zombie apocalypse and her own personal experiences, showing weakness when dealing with a threat or a potential threat is no longer an option for her. I agree. The crying scene was a nice callback to the season five episode. Them, when Carol told Daryl that although she no longer allows herself to feel that it was important for him to do so in regards to Beth's death. In this episode, we saw that Carol was finally allowing herself to feel, which is wonderful for her development Two, Morgan, or shall we now call him Tyrese 2.0? Uh, uh, laugh out loud. I don't think it will get to that point, hopefully, but Morgan and his life is precious mantra is was getting on my nerves during this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
trying to rationalize with murder with murderous psychopaths just made him look foolish. What is so morally upright about allowing the wolves to flee, knowing that they may come back or go out and continue to hurt other innocent people? Yep. I initially thought that Morgan will be one, will be the one to help to balance out Rick a bit and maybe he will, but Morgan needs to find some middle ground as well. And I think being in Alexandria with Rick and his group will help him to get there. Hopefully so. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Let's hope so. so. Um, three, don't get too distracted by the wolves and the Walker herd. The real threat will come in the form of an angry, misguided teenage boy, Ron. Based on the conversation with his mother, Ron now knows that Jesse sees Rick as her friend, Mm -hmm. which for him may translate as my mom is siding with the guy that murdered my dad. Yep. To make matters worse, Ron was saved by Carl in front of Enid, making him feel even more weak and powerless. (laughs) Someone needs to send this boy to Dr. Denise, a trained psychiatrist. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point, but he won't go. No. I get that having a medical doctor is important, but in this world, the services of a trained psychiatrist is just as important too. Don't sleep on Ron people. (laughs) Well, that's a good point. And that's what everybody thought Ron was the one who was honking the horn thinking he would want to sabotage (laughs) Alexandria uh, because Rick was running fine. Yeah. Uh, Four. I still find Enid to be sketchy as hell. She just seems way too calm during the wolves attack on the community and her departure was very sudden. She was awfully calm though. Yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. We will definitely see her again. Five. I think father Gabriel will have his moment of redemption very soon. Him volunteering to help at the quarry and now asking for Carl's help with weapons training indicates that he is remorseful and wants to contribute. I would not be surprised if we get a scene of him saving the life of someone in Rick's group Mm. or perhaps even Rick himself. I doubt it. I don't know about that. Also, can we talk about how Carol was totally okay with Gabriel potentially being killed by one of the wolves? (laughs) Yes. We had talked about that and we loved that. Yep. It was definitely my laugh out loud moment of the night. Overall, this was a great episode, even better than the premiere. And typically I tended to dislike the episodes without Rick. Until next time, sisters, Savina from Baltimore. Thank you, Savina. Thank you, Savina. For that almost long-ass email, yeah, girl. Bo- Damn. Borderline. Yeah, it's borderline. Borderline Shut that shit up. But yeah, thank you for that uh, Thank the, you, Savina. Mm-hmm. I don't think Father Gabriel's going to be saving anybody. Well. I don't think he's got it in him. And actually, now that the wolves have happened in Alexander. I don't believe Carl's going to be giving them no training neither. I don't think they're not going to have time for, yeah, they're not going to have time for all that shit. Mm -hmm. So they won't. All right. Okay. Our next feedback is from joy. Hey joy. Hey joy. Oh, and it is a voicemail. So let me go ahead and play that now. Okay. Okay. Sisters not happy. This is joy from Southern California. (laughs) And I'm, not happy. Anyway, I don't know. This was like a red wedding moment to me. <laughs> One death. After it happened, I just... After the um, red wedding happened, I turned off the TV, couldn't process, couldn't watch, and started cleaning my house because <laughs> I just wanted to pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> then I sat back down and unpaused it and watched the rest of the episode. <laughs> Same thing here with Glenn. No. 
as it was happening, I'm like, no, no, no. Fucking Nicholas, just die. Why do you have to take Glenn with you? <laughs> I don't know. That was really upsetting. I know, it was. Jay, you could care less. You don't care about Glenn. <laughs> but True. No, I didn't think I cared about Glenn either, but geez, just really, really hit home. And I was um, going into the episode with dread because. You know, we have two episodes, no major deaths, well, except for Alexandrians we could care less about. Yep. Yep. And um, so this just, uh, I was scared. I was anticipating something. And um, this wasn't exactly what I was expecting. But anyway, it was just a scary episode. I was on the edge of my seat after Glenn died. I freaked out and I thought, oh, my God, what's going to happen to Michonne? That was freaking me out when she was hanging on the fence and just couldn't get up. Um, yeah. Anyway, glad she got over. Hopefully she makes it. I'm sure she will. And then with Rick, I'm like, could they really be killing Rick off? I didn't think they really would be, but no. boy, that freaked me out. They and better then that not. Ending, they bet I don't know. How's he going to get out of that? Fucking Morgan. I think it's his fault. <laughs> I think those are the wolves that um, grabbed the gun. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Same ones. Whatever. <laughs> ah! I don't know what to say. Okay. Bye, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. We feel your pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, see, I don't feel the same way about Glenn, so, you know. And just so you know. This is no comparison to the Red Wedding. That Red Wedding shit was shocking. It was brutal and shocking. You're like, these are main motherfucking characters. characters. I mean, you know, the Glenn, okay, like we said, we in uh, season six. That Red Wedding shit was what? Season three. Two or three. I can't remember. It was was pretty damn fucking quick. And considering we only have 10 episodes each season for the Game of Thrones. But it was was... so quick after Ned's beheading. I mean, oh, hell no. It's no comparison to the Red Wedding. I'm sorry, but it's not. No, it was season two. It was season two. It was the very next fucking Mm -hmm. season. Anyway. Anywho. But but you can dry your little eyes because Glenn ain't dead. (laughs) (laughs) Sister J burst. Our little emotional boy. Hey, really? Because you know what? But like I said, pfft, he could be dead for all I care. Aww. I don't really care about his character. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Okay, our next feedback is from Victor. Hey, Victor. Hey, Victor. Thank you, my ass. I hate the Walking Dead writers at this <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a title. Hello, sisters. This is Victor from Indianapolis. Ooh. First time emailer. Ooh, hey, welcome, welcome to the family, Victor. Victor. Hey, Victor. <laughs> but I love listening to your shows because it's like sitting in a room with my mom and my sister bickering at the dinner table. <laughs> so here I go. We don't my- bicker. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. So here I go with my first drop. Okay. In no specific order. Hey, Morgan, thanks for letting that wolf get away with the gun. I know. That almost killed Rick and disabled the RV. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is anyone else completely confused as to how far our team is actually from Alexandria? Okay. They said, okay, 
Rick said in the plan, it was 20 miles out. That was their goal. Now, when, when Rick was talking to Daryl and Sasha and Abraham was talking to Daryl about not leaving them, they said, we only got five miles left. So it seems to me. I thought they said we only, we've only gone five miles. No, 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 no. Well. They said we got five miles. Mm. That's all they got. Because they're go. way out there. I'm going to have to go relook. You do Rick that. did not run 15 motherfucking miles back. No, I'm he here didn't. to tell you. No, he didn't. So I swear they but, said we're five okay. miles out. But, we got 15 miles. No, 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 no. But while Rick is running his ass back, mm. the other horde is still going. It ain't like they standing fucking still. I know that. Anyway. Anywho, he's far. They're far from Alexandria. They're far from Alexandria. When you're on foot. Well, but they're far, period, from Alexandria. Yeah. I am, however, impressed with the way Rick split everyone up and the fact that he really understands the first rule of the zombie apocalypse. Plenty of cardio. Yeah. So the blue shirt guy was literally in the lap of that walker getting eaten. eaten. He had a gun and two blades on him. How the heck? Exactly. Did he ended up in that position, yet did not manage to pull one weapon. Exactly. Who was the blue shirt dude? Oh, the Alexander guy, Sturgis. Oh. P.S. No one talk bad about Rick or you'll get eaten. Yep. That's right. Thank you. Anne and D- Annie and David, you see they're getting so you see they're getting eaten. Please show them some mercy, but put them out of their agony. Exactly. They just stood there and watched them get eaten. Either haul butt so they die for a purpose or end them so they don't suffer. Thank you, Agreed, Victor. Victor. Thank, Thank you, Victor. You. They, that's what that we said. That just didn't make sense that Michonne let that shit happen. No, she wouldn't have let that no. shit happen. They spent 30 minutes in that pet store fighting with each other, and those two walkers waited till then to make noise. <laughs> that's, that's what you said. Thank you. <laughs> that just didn't make no damn sense. That's what you said, yep. So, yes, Spineless Nick fell on top of Glenn. However, there were way too many walkers for him to fight his way out. There are only two options of how this doesn't end with Glenn being dead. And other than to, and other than to pander to the public's hope that he is still alive, I can see, I can only see two options and they're both flawed. One, Glenn slides under the dumpster. That thing is low and they would drag it exactly. out. Exactly. Two, the poor plot device of Glenn kicking a hole in the dumpster, kicking a hole in the dumpster and slides into it and blocks the hole. It's a stretch, but people want hope. As a comic reader, I feel like this is a very poor end for Glenn. I hope they find a way to bring him back, but knowing how he ends up in the comic, it seems pointless. Well, thanks for the fucking thanks spoiler, for the Glenn. spoiler, Victor. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Victor? Uh, yeah, uh, as Sister K already pointed out, though, at some point, all of these motherfuckers going to die. All of them will. So, at some point. Yeah. As a, uh, let's see, Maggie is going to lose her crap and you know, she is going to want to find his body. Oh yeah. As soon as Michonne tells her that he, um, tells her, he said he would get back or give them a sign that he's okay. Yep. And she has to say a proper goodbye to her baby daddy. Well, and not only that, but see, Maggie knows the real deal about what Nicholas did. Oh yeah. So she's going to automatically assume, oh, hell no. He got left. Yeah. And get her dad's watch back. 
Mm-hmm. Here's how that plays out. Just like the, all the foreshadowing they layered into this episode, yep. I see them jerking at the heartstrings of Mag as Maggie, post siege of Alexandria. Of course, we'll need to know one way or another whether or not Glenn is truly dead. Yeah, as she won't be, uh, she won't be able to believe it until she sees it for herself. They go back to the town. Eventually, come across the alley where Glenn fell. She will first find Glenn's hat. Then the backpack he managed to hold on to for six seasons. Then she will. <laughs> <laughs> then she will see the walkers they took down before the horde overtook them. Only the top part of Glenn's badly desiccated torso will remain. And in one hand, as she pulls her blade, as she puts her blade into Walker Glenn's brain, his hand opens, and her father's watch that he promised to keep safe to the end falls out. I did not think it would. Excuse me. I did not think I would hate anyone more than Jeffrey Barath- Baratheon, but Nicholas has officially changed my mind. <laughs> oh, Victor. Oh, Joffrey. Joffrey Baratheon. You know, King Joffrey. That's what he oh, means. Oh, Joffrey Baratheon. Right. Sorry. That's what he means. He spelled it Jeffrey. From Game of Thrones. And that, no, um, Joffrey. King Joffrey's still on my top list. Yeah. I know I'm going to get this stuff. I'm going to get this stuff for being long, but can I get a pass for my first email? Yes, you can. The rest will be shorter. I promise. Victor from Indy. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. And yes, Victor, you are brand (laughs) new and we welcome you and you get a pass. But for this short next time, but you keep that shit short. Thank you. But yeah. Okay. Victor. Okay. A couple things. Number one. Twice. Right. Couple things, Victor. Number one, your two scenarios are fine, but I bet you I'm right. I bet you we're going to find out that it didn't even really happen in reality, that it was really uh, just in Nicholas's mind because he's zoning out. And that's how they're going to save fucking Glenn. That'll be fucked up. I, well, it will be, but we all know whatever explanation they come up with is going to be fucked up because Glenn ain't yep. dead. Mm. No, Glenn ain't dead. This was their sorry, sad, piss poor attempt. Oh, goodness. It ain't that bad. Yes, it is. No, it ain't that bad. They took a major character that's been since season one and did this shit because they're trying to garner the same sympathy or whatever. Sympathy. For Jon Snow. Well, look, a show needs a cliffhanger. A show needs to bring in buzz. Ain't nobody so like Jon. I don't think they're trying motherfucking to... Motherfucking fine ass snow. I don't think they're trying to compare <laughs> themselves to Game of Thrones. I think they are. I don't. I think I think so. people have made that comparison, but that's not... I don't think that anyone would ever try I to do that. I think that's exactly what they were trying to I do. Don't. They were trying to garner that same buzz because people was... I mean, people was ruthless with the Jon Snow uh, cliffhanger. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, so anyway. enough of that. You done mentioned it like 50,000 times. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. Welcome to the family. Yep. Oh, and join our Facebook group, too. If you're on Facebook. Yeah. Everybody's on Facebook. If you're on Facebook. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it's from Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, Derek. Come on with it. Hey, Sister Jay. Hey, Sister K, this is Derek. I'm calling to leave my feedback for Season 6, Episode 3 of The Walking Dead. Rick was right, y'all. They are too weak to make it in this world. Yep, yep. Are the Alexandrians really this stupid or victims of bad writing? 
he both just shot dude with friendly fire and basically dooming him and it was the black dude <laughs> the uh, one lady's uh husband Scott. sasha's husband uh the guy who was scared and wanted to stay put was uh he was like in the walker's lap getting his throat ate out i was like oh, how the fuck did that happen I know. how did the walker just <laughs> mosey up to you and all of a sudden be on the ground with you in his lap like that don't even that shit didn't even make sense i know Rick took care of, uh, he took care of the guy with the gun, uh, the one wolf that had the gun, mm-hmm. and um, the black one that jumped on his back, and then he shot both of them, so, plus he shot them three outside the uh, camper, I thought that yep. was pretty hilarious. That was good. But that, that also brought good. all those walkers to his area, too, because he was blasting them with, a, uh, like, an AK-47, so that yep. makes a lot of noise. And uh, why didn't Michonne put that guy on the fence getting chomped? Why didn't she put that sword through his head and give him some mercy? See? They all stood there with their mouth open watching that dude get Thank ate you. up. That shit was messed Derek. up. That's right. It wasn't it kind of convenient that the Z's in the closet, they waited right until <laughs> all that herd was coming by. Then they started banging on the, the <laughs> tree, uh, door that you know was behind a curtain. Yeah. That was kind of weird. They That's had like a lot say. of... Uh, convenient things in this episode but you know that brought the walkers to the door and, and yep. flushed them out because then they all had to run or whatever right it was a plot so, device but you know the biggest thing that happened was of course y'all everybody thinks glenn is dead and i don't think he's dead y'all nope. i think the writers are trying to make us think that uh he's they're dead. trying to um get that game of thrones feel where they you know trying to thank get you Derek. but um i think he's under dickless who's getting chomped and, you know, he made a statement earlier in the show at around 16, uh, 16 minutes and 20 seconds. He said, if I get trapped, I'll find a way to signal y'all that I'm okay. Exactly. And I think that's a tell that he, uh, he he's still alive, y'all. So yep. I'm holding out hope that my boy is still in there, still ready to yeah. make some uh, pizza runs. Yeah. So, you know, somebody's going to have to make a big distraction to get the walkers away from him, though, because, you know, he's basically surrounded. Yep. On all sides of that dumpster. So, I mean, yeah, it does look like it's pretty shitty for him, but hopefully he's all right. And all I got to say is, you know, it was an excellent show. This season is good as hell. Yeah. And I yep. can't wait to see Morgan's Cheesemaker backstory next week. I know. As always, uh, keep the podcast coming, sisters. Love y'all. And don't get bit. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Oh, yeah. Don't we ain't get getting bit. bit. <laughs> But you are certainly correct, though. Glenn is not dead. Now, whether it's a dream or like like you say. He scampers somewhere. He scampers somewhere and signals, uh, or, uh, you know, somebody creates a distraction and and uh, saves him, you know. But, yeah, Glenn is not gone. I don't think so either. Mm-mm, but Glenn is not gone. I'm, I'm but I'm with you, though, Derek. This, gonna... this was a good episode, though. You know, despite the it. fact that we are salty about how they're doing characters oh, but i enjoyed it though. it's still it's still a good show it's it's, it's still a damn good keeps show our attention yeah and we because still want to know what happens every there's enough minute. characters in this show for even when we point out all the nonsensical bullshit shit mm-hmm. that they put in each episode but there's enough good characters in this show that keeps us loving it of or course least, yeah yeah. Of course. So, you know. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Okay, our next feedback is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. Okay, first of all, what another great episode. Yep. But the first thing that jumped out at me was the story that old boy told about meeting Betsy. Yep. He got to Alexandria and she saw him and became friends with him immediately. Now, I ain't trying to start no shit. <laughs> yes, you are, Manny. <laughs> and I know I'm still on punishment. <laughs> 
But I instantly heard you both in unison yelling. Oh, she a trick hoe. She a trick hoe. Betsy a trick hoe. No. She probably a dead trick hoe now, though. She is not. Why would she be a trick hoe? Because she liked him. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, well. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Y'all are awful. (laughs) I agree with you, Manny. The other thing that stuck out to me was when the three black people got to the gate. I was like, oh, yeah, they got this. And see what happened. Oh, boy, got caught up. But I have a question. Why isn't the group consistent when it comes to putting folks out of their misery? When exactly. They stood there and watched instead of Michonne stabbing him through the gate. Yep. And what about Annie who stumbled in the woods like a white girl in a horror movie? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. They just, well, the fact was she was a girl that stumbled. No, no, no. Manny had it right. The fact that they had the girl stumble. When they, uh-uh. Anyway, they just watched instead of shooting her in the head, either do it or run in the opposite direction. Don't just stand there. I know. Third thing. Okay. I think Glenn is dead. I'm sad to see him go, but he escaped death last season, but he never looked more handsome than all those with all those close ups. That reminds me. I need to book another trip back to Asia soon. Mary, you are hot fucking mess. Oh no! Oh Lord, I don't believe he said that out loud. He did. Oh my God, Mary, you are hot as mess. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Fourth thing. We're gonna let that go. Yeah, we're gonna let that go. Let that sit there. Fourth thing. Three black people made it out alive. All three. Oh. I seriously paused the TV when they were made it when they made it through the gates of Alexandria. Let's see if Denise can remove a bullet wound. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That should be easy. Yeah. Happy Halloween. As long as she didn't get chomped by the no, dead girl. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They'll let her last for a minute. Happy Halloween, fam. A Manny Monster. P.S. <laughs> okay. Oh no. I ain't reading your P.S. Manny. I told you the last time. <laughs> oh, wait. What did it say? What did it say now? What did it say? We'll talk about it after the podcast. Uh-oh. Shit, Manny. Political shit. What did you do now, Manny? Thank you, Manny, for I told that you last email. time, Manny. I wasn't reading that shit the next time. All right, this Manny. This ain't no political podcast, and you know how such a Jay get. Oh, you got to show it to I me I will. Now. I will. Oh, After shit. the podcast. All right, okay. now. So, thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Mm. Uh, okay, now this is another email from Savina. Okay, cool. Savina, now look. All right, now, Savina, don't be no hog. Thank you. <laughs> hey, okay. sisters. Well, I'm just going to jump right in and address the big white elephant in the room, Glenn. After watching this episode twice and The Talking Dead, I have concluded that Glenn is alive. Yep. If you watch the scene in question closely, you will see that the walkers are not tearing into Glenn's body, but the body of Nicholas. Yep. Remember both Glenn and Nicholas fell off the dumpster together, but since Glenn landed first on his back, I am convinced that Nicholas is on top of him and therefore a barrier between Glenn and the walkers. Also, on The Talking Dead, it is customary for the killed-off cast member to be on the show. Stephen Yun was nowhere to be found. Typically, cast and crew interviews reminiscing about the deceased characters featured throughout The, the Talking Dead. <clears throat> there were none. 
Glenn was not featured in the memorial segment. Nope. nope. Even the host, Chris Hardwick, could not confirm 100% that Glenn was dead. If and when Glenn is really killed off, he will not die alone. He is way too big of a character for that. Maggie and or someone from the family will be there to witness it. This supposed death scene, quote unquote, is a way be- beneath is way beneath a season one original character. Trust me, Glenn is alive. Yep. <clears throat> okay, now on to our girl Michonne. This was a wonderful episode for her. It is just unfortunate that it is now somewhat overshadowed by Glenn's fake death. But nonetheless, she was great. Michonne has always been a badass, so it is the quiet Michonne moments, her more compassionate and sensitive side, and her leadership abilities that I absolutely love. Although I just have to point out <clears throat> the scene when Michonne handed Heath his ass by telling him that he has no idea what life in dim streets is really about. I stood up in my living room and yelled at my TV screen, boop! <laughs> Miss so did I. So did I, Sabina. Miss Denai Guerrera killed it. Although Rick wasn't featured prominently in this episode, when he was, he was 100% on point. Ooh, yeah. Yes, he was. Those Alexandrians... <laughs> those oh, Alexandrians... Wait, no. These Alexandrians keep proving Rick right each and every single time. Every time. <clears throat> he told Glenn and Michonne in the beginning that most of these fools were not going to make it back home, and he was completely right. Well, how long is this email? It's long. I also... Sabina, come on now. I know. She's going to have to get red. You can't monopolize the motherfucking <clears throat> shit like this. I also love how when he encountered the wolves, you know the ones Morgan allowed to get away with the gun, he quickly eliminated the threat without hesitation. We all saw the episode, It Sabina. is the final scene, though, when Rick found a baby food, found the baby food that you can tell that his mind instantly went to his children. And in that moment, he was just a father, desperate to get back home to his kids. Andrew Lincoln said so much with just his facial expressions alone. He was perfect. He did. Yeah, he did. Last but not least. Well, yeah, <laughs> let's hope it's fucking last. I have to point out the Rishon foreshadowing in this episode. Rishon. Mm. I know that the Jesse storyline has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, myself included. And as a result, some people would much rather see Michonne with Morgan, Daryl, or just keep her single completely. But when Michonne was talking to David and he was telling her all about his wife, Betsy, someone he met after the ZA, Mm -hmm. everything he said screamed Rick and Michonne to me. Exactly. Rewatch that scene and take notice of Michonne's body language and facial expressions. Recall back to season four when she told Carl that Rick was one of the people who brought her back. Yep. Michonne is happening, people. I hope so. Well, until next time, Savina from Baltimore. Thank you, Sabina. Thank you, Sabina. But you know what, Sabina? Now, look. Okay, now. Okay. Sabina, she we ain't kidding. She we ain't kidding this time. New. You keep that motherfucking shit it's short. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Because, I mean, that is just way thank too you, long. Thank you, Sabina. But we thank you for your... Thank you for your feedback. For your feedback, We'll though. see if any of that shit actually happens. I sure hope Michonne and Rick get together. That'd be great. <sighs> Not this season. I don't care what season it is. No. It could be tomorrow. No, he needs to... Jesse need to be fucking long as gone. Oh, you know what? No, Jesse need to witness the <clears throat> shit. <clears throat> shit. With her anyway, old funky ass. Ooh. Okay, our next email is from Sir with Love. Hey, sir, where <clears throat> you been? Hey, sisters, sir's back, y'all. Did y'all miss me? Yes. I can. I can imagine right now the sister Jay is popping off with a belligerent tone. Who that? What? 
I remember you, sir. Let huh. me pull. Mm. Let me pull an AC Cowlings from the OJ craziness and say, you know who I am, damn it. Oh, shit. I don't even know what that means. You know what? Okay, well, see. Okay, now, sir. Uh, uh, sir. Seriously. Ta- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you talking to Sister Jack. I have almost, almost, not quite, almost a photographic memory. <laughs> I remember shit. Oh, that's a Oh, hell yeah, I remember shit. Crap. And I remember your ass, and don't you be trying to pretend like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, though. And I-, I know who A.C. Collins is and O.J., and that motherfucking shit was stupid. How you gonna have a chase and you're going 20 fucking miles an hour? That ain't no fucking chase. That's a follow. Anyway. Seriously, though, I've oh. been on the road for a while, and now I and am now playing catch up on shows from the summer. Oh, cool! I'll just add my boo to Fear the Walking Dead, meaning my boo to Fear the Walking oh, Dead, yeah. and just move on. Yeah, but please know I've been listening and cackling at slash with y'all. Oh, you cackle, huh? On to the other business. <laughs> Remember I talked to y'all once upon a time about the Wiz. Yep. Let me say that I loved. Sister J's on-point review this summer of the backstory on the movie. Sister K and company reviewed it on another podcast yep. this summer with a hilarious cameo by Sister J. Yep. yep. You preached the gospel on that one, Sister J. That's right. Now you all likely saw that NBC is doing a live TV version oh, around yeah. Christmas. I can't wait. I'm concerned it's going to suck. But regardless, I hope y'all give it some time to review. Hate I, or love. I, I know watch it'll it. be funny. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm watching it. I don't it. know if we'll review it on our <laughs> podcast or nothing, but I'm going to watch it. Now, Sister J is likely getting spicy because I haven't talked about The Walking Dead. So here I go with two quick points <laughs> and then I'm out. What do you, what One, do you mean by spicy? Mad. Mm. One, Poe Lynn. Poe, not poor. Poe. <laughs> 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 Poe Glenn, everybody who predicted that good on y'all, goes to show you you've got to let them straggling, trifling jackasses get bit. But that end scene with the herd closing in from above was pretty remarkable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. Uh, Two, tell me I'm wrong, but I believe this is the first moment in TV slash movie history where three, count them three. Three. Black people made it out of some kill or be killed drama. Three. Okay, so they lost one more along the way, but still. Look at Hollywood making baby steps. Yep. Well. Baby steps <clears throat> is correct. All right. I promise that I'm out. So keep on with the keeping on ladies. Sir with love who can't wait till them damn thrones is back. I know it. I know that's right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And Yes, sir. <clears throat> I remember you a lot. <laughs> and we have been missing you, sir. Thank you, sir. So. Be sure and write in every week, sir. Yes, right back. But yeah, I'm, I, ooh, I can't wait for the Game of Thrones. Damn! I can't wait for the Game of Thrones. Ooh. It'll, it'll be good. Oh, it's going to be so epic. Mm. Thank you, sir. Okay, our next feedback is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi, where and you is, been? I know. She's like, hi, sisters. Voicemail attached. Eli says, hi, sisters. Hey, hey, Eli. Eli. <laughs> Where y'all been? So Dang. Let's play her voicemail. Okay, Hi, cool. Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hi, Sister Speak Nation. It's Niambi. I got some mixed feelings about this past episode. I was on a high from 
the last episode because the second episode because it was like killing I, I really wasn't that excited about episode one so I didn't say anything <laughs> about that but this episode just had me in my feelings I don't understand what's going on with you know in my killing Glenn I'm assuming maybe they killed him because Maggie's pregnant because all he kept saying is I need to get home yep. and people are speculating mm-hmm. that it wasn't his guts it was Nicholas guts but even if that's the case he's underneath him so I don't know what he could possibly do I mean he had that pocket watch and the flare gun so I don't know how that the hell it's is, a, is gonna help him it's a dream in this situation Heath was annoying me, so I'm glad that Michonne got in that ass. Like, you don't know. Because <laughs> he's talking about he's trying to save his people. Get well, you know, you should have been paying attention to what your people doing. Your people running away. They accidentally shooting people. Yeah. That dude hanging in the back and ends up getting eaten when they standing in the middle of the woods talking. I'm like, I just understand. It just annoyed me. So, yeah. I wasn't sad to see none of them get ate. Rick is in a jacked up position, so I don't understand what's going on with him. I'm hoping that maybe that cut on his hand will activate or trigger something and make him invisible to the walkers where they can't see him or something. I just don't know how he's going to get out of it. So, I don't know. They had me in my feelings. I was stressed out. It was real hype after the last one because nobody died that I cared about. Now, I'm in my feelings. But I'm not really that sad about Glenn because I'm me not that attached to him. But it's just the principle behind he was in the first, you know, season mm-hmm. and he yep. lived this long and now That's they're about true. to kill him. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thank, Thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. <laughs> I love when you say, I'm all in my, in my feelings. feelings. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. Oh, that's so cute. Anyway. Um, I mean, it was it was shocking and it was a little shocking. bit stressful because none of yeah. us knew, knew exactly. that it wasn't real until we started seeing everybody else saying, that shit ain't real. Right, right. And, and then rewatched it. And like, uh, you know, people, people were pointing out inconsistencies in that scene. Like, well, it wasn't really Glenn. Like you pointed out, it wasn't Glenn's guts because Nicholas fell on him. So they're really eating Nicholas and, mm-hmm. you know, all this other kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. My personal feeling is I I believe it's a zone out mm-hmm. episode in Nicholas's mind because he's got that ringing in his head. Well, that's what I think. We'll anyway. see. We'll see though. We'll see. And thank you, Niambi. We're thank glad you, to hear Niambi. from you. Yep. Okay, our next piece of feedback, <clears throat> excuse me, is from JP. Hey JP. Hey JP. How you doing? How you doing? Hi, sisters. As a Walking Dead fan, I love the zombie action, but I feel episode three fell short of episode one and two. Hmm. First of all, the dialogue has regressed. Yeah. Showrunner Scott Gimple said, there will be clues to future events. Do we actually need such blatant clues? Yeah. Don't they just minimize the impact of the future event? I, You know what, though? I agree, JP. What clues? Well... I love the way Michonne straightened out Heath and his bad wig. In the dead pet... <laughs> Ain't that the truth? In the dead pet store, when he tried to compare his little Alexandria runs with Michonne's apocalypse experience. Yep. Just you wait, Heath. You'll be meeting the wolves soon enough. Oh, yeah. When the two walkers in the pet store back, back room woke up, didn't it sound like they were banging the door with their fists rather than randomly banging against the door randomly? Scott Kimple, your sound editors fell down on the job. You know what? Now, uh, okay, JP, let's stop for a minute. 
That's a good point because it was awful damn loud, wasn't it? It was loud. It was awful damn loud. So yeah, I agree with you there. And now Glenn and Nicholas, when they headed down the alley, they ran past fire escape stairs. Yep. Would Glenn have missed them if he wasn't with Nicholas or did the Walking Dead team forget to edit them out? I think the team forgot to edit them out. I think they just ran past it. No, I think they forgot to edit it. I hate how Glenn's death was staged, but not the fact that he died. It is the apocalypse after all, and anyone can die at any time. True. I will just be sad and move on. I replayed the scene in slow-mo. Nicholas shot himself in the head, and instead of dropping like a rock, he does a pirouette and falls backward into Glenn's arms like one of those trust exercises. (laughs) He hated it. If the Walking Dead team wanted to make Glenn's death more impactful, they should have placed Michonne and company in a position to see it, but not able to do anything but go on. That's because he's not dead. This would have... This would have really shown Heath not that sometimes you have to leave people behind no matter who they are. Mm. I love the cliffhanger with Rick alone in the RV with a secondary horde of walkers starting to surround him. The fear in his eyes said that he was afraid he would not see his kids ever again. I know. He was so good. I hope that wolf Enid did not take Judith. If she did, Mm. she needs to die. See, that's what people keep saying. And you know what? Okay. You know what, JP? Until somebody mentioned that. I never even occurred to me. I don't know. Oh. We haven't been back there, so we don't know yet. I don't know. She better not. Oh, she got to die. Yeah, I agree with you. If she took baby Judith, she got to die. And finally, my favorite part of the episode. Seeing three black people make it home alone. (laughs) Michonne, Heath, and Scott. Yep. I guess the Walking Dead team got tired of hearing us complain, so they threw us a bone, but we're still watching you. Yep. JP from Brooklyn. Thank you, JP. Thank you, JP from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what, though? I agree with you, too, JP. I know whether they, you know, I'm not saying they listen to our podcast or nothing like that, but there has been so much. They don't. There has been so much online traffic about the fact that how they treat black people in this series for six seasons. Yeah. I think they probably... At least they have black people on the series. Well, that's true. Now, whether they're there for a day or not, at least we can say they have black people. There are series still out there with no people of color on them. That's true. So let's keep it real and not be too crazy with our criticism. That's true. But I would like to point this out. And I mean black people that speak. I would like to point this out (laughs) For, 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 for... for all our listeners who actually watch the series, I am really liking Limitless because Bill Harper's on there, though. I really like that little guy. But there's so many series on TV this season, and they have people of color. Yes, because guess why? They've now realized yep. that this world in America, which in is, America, you know, and the world is made up of more than white people. Exactly. And when you, and that's not to say anything derogatory about white people. It's just to say there are more people out there. And if you want more ratings or more advertisers to pay for your shows, because the people that are watching, right. Because people watching will go buy the shit. Then you might want to throw some people of color on there. Exactly. Throw a Hispanic person on there. Exactly. Throw a black person on there. Exactly. We have jobs too. And other than the role where they're the first one to get killed. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Put some Asian people on there. Yes. Put some Indian people on there. Yes. Put all kind of people Put on these shows. Put all kinds of people the on there. The problem I have now is that all the shows are just carbon copying it, though. Carbon copying. throwing Black people, people in it. Right. Yeah. Or whatever in it. Yeah. And but it's still not, I mean, hey, I'm happy for those people to be working. Me but too. But it's still not the quality type shit. But I tell you what. That it should be. I tell you what is quality. And that is that beautiful girl in yes. Quantico. She's gorgeous. Quantico, y'all. If y'all have not seen that show. It's oh good. Oh my God. It's actually good though. It's actually a very good, intense mm-hmm. thriller. I like But she is beautiful. girl. I, I can't remember her. her name. I can't pronounce her name, but and then she's I beautiful. Like the lady playing the FBI trainer. Yes, I like her. I like her. The guy playing the other trainer used to be on uh, Cougar Town. I like him. I think he was on, Cougar but Town. I like him though. And wait a minute, I just realized that they used to have a relationship. You just realized you figured well, out in the first episode. Not really. Yeah, you did. What well, I mean, I knew that she they, says when we were together. He said, I, "I knew that they dated." But what I mean it. is, just in the last episode, you realized that don't she tell left. no shit, Sister oh. J. I haven't watched it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, and maybe someone else hasn't watched it. Either. Anyway, you like y'all to need to go shit. watch Quantico. Well, anyway, anybody <laughs> knew that from the first episode. Okay, well, but I knew anyway, that, part, that is but, a good show. But I, but that you know, they've given her a meaty good role yes. and it's giving other people of color good roles right and some of these shows are just throwing people on there people of color just to say they have somebody on there that's true and that's the part i don't like but make real roles for the people but i want to give a good shout out to one of my favorite shows oh lord oh my god what i love james why are you Pausing because I love James Spader. Oh, I love James Spader too. The Blacklist, and I love Dembe. Don't say nothing because I haven't watched that. Oh either. my God, I I'm love behind. Dembe, but I love James Spader. Oh yeah, and everything he's in, I just really like James Spader. But if y'all haven't seen The Blacklist, oh my God, y'all need to go watch The Blacklist. Mr. Jay, what's with the OMGs? Anyway. It's not even you talking. It's better than goddamn, ain't it? Mr. <laughs> <Listen>, Jay, <laughs> shit. You always get mad when I say, God damn. Well, quit saying it. <laughs> anyway. Dang. Okay. Okay. All Thank right. you, JP. Thank you, JP. Our next feedback is from, who's this from? Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Today is the day I finally caught up to present day on your podcast. Cool. I've done some serious binge listening for the past two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Aren't you tired of us? Dang. And heard all your Walking Dead podcasts. And Todd, you knew Wait a minute. ain't you? This is number 49. How are you wa- listening to 49 oh episodes in two weeks? Well, first of all, Todd, I want to welcome you to the family. Welcome to the family. Because you knew, baby. He's new. And thank you for binge listening to us. Good Lord. So for the past two weeks and heard all your Walking Dead podcasts, it's like a pleasant overdose of caffeine (laughs) and laughing gas. (laughs) Just a couple of points. Okay. One, I lost all interest in Z Nation when Viagra zombies were introduced. Uh, thank you. Sorry, Sister K. Hey. That's all right. You know what? I, I lost like the show. Hey, everybody knows I lost it when they had the fucking stripper. Oh, gosh. Can we go an episode without talking about that? 
fucking strippers out. <laughs> That's stupid. Number two, speaking of Viagra, there isn't enough Viagra in the world to make me excited about a second season of Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> I know that's right. That's exactly why I'm out. Just one observation. Is it just me or is there more zombies in Bumfuck County, Georgia, where the Walking Dead cast roam around exactly. than in all of the city of freaking L.A.? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Three. I never knew my kids listened to your podcasts until I said something really stupid the other day and my wife put me in my place and then five little voices all went boop. I want to congratulate you on five little children. That is wonderful. That is is a lot of damn kids. Yeah, but that's wonderful, though. Good for you, Dad. Wait, he said little. How old are these little suckers? Anyway, hopefully they're not listening to our podcast, y'all. Well, he said they were. Evidently they are, because if they say I never knew my kids. Oh, my God. Sorry, kids. Sorry, kids whose uh, daddy is Todd. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. They, why are you apologizing? Because, I mean, they should not be listening to us. We don't talk about, we just cuss. Hell, okay, anyway. These kids hear all about cussing. And That's shit. true. Now, the Fuck trick it. hoe and the trick dick shit, they need to maybe cover their uh, ears. Kids, ask your daddy. <laughs> yeah, your daddy know. Because they father y'all, so he definitely know. <laughs> that's a oh, lot of shit. kids that's a odd oh but that's wonderful though five little kids thank you he said um all five five little voices all went boop 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 <laughs> thanks for the corruption of my youth ladies <laughs> laugh, laugh. <laughs> this is my first email to you ebony queens of the dead so I no know. l-a-e-m long ass email p.s I think P.S. is short for piss off Sister J. Yep. What? Because P.S. isn't making you mad. Mm-hmm. P.S.S. Are we to believe that, uh, that as observant, street smart, and quick thinking as Glenn has been for the last six seasons, he didn't see the staircase to the roof of that exactly. building in the aisle? <clears throat> I'm exactly. nearsighted. Wait a minute. I'm nearsighted, overweight, and not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But even I saw that and would have climbed that like a champion. Todd. Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Oh, for that uh, oh my email. Gosh, that's and hilarious. you know what? Uh, yeah, I got one good working eye. And uh, I'm old, and I would have seen that damn staircase. Oh, Lord, y'all. It's a TV I know, show. but still, things like that, the editor should have caught. Look, when you're running and shit, you might not notice that until you look back. But by that point, it was too late. Mm. And he was running behind Nicholas's dumb ass. Anyway, but I want to say thank you, Todd, and welcome to the family. Welcome to For the you family. and your five little chillings. Oh, and your funny. wife. <laughs> hey, oh, Todd's I wife. fell out if I would have heard that. <laughs> I know. I would have died. Boop. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Our next. <laughs> <laughs> I 
can't get over the fact. I know, that's so Five funny. little voices. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, our next piece of feedback is from uh, retired Army Chick J. Ooh, retired army chick Jay. You know too, baby. Yeah, hello, sisters. I had to laugh over and over. Love listening to your podcast. (laughs) Okay, just to set the record straight, I am a woman. Well, we figured that. Well, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I am a woman. I sent the email about the military. Oh, cool. Okay. I was a man. I am sorry to disappoint. You probably don't want to pick now, huh? (laughs) Hee hee. Yeah, oh, yeah, it. we do. I don't look nearly as fine in my uniform as some of the handsome men. Laugh out loud. Oh, you know what? Send we, it. We want to still see or you in uniform because I bet you you look Wait a cool. minute. Now, who was the person who posted their army pic on the Facebook page? I can't remember. I have to go back and look. I think that was a man hmm. in the picture. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from you last, last week I, was it last week or the week before it was last week and it said and then Jay. i noticed a picture on the facebook page with someone in military uniform and that was a picture of a man okay so i wasn't trying to say you look like a man no, 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 no. okay but uh look up that picture sister <clears throat> sister k and see who's it from wait a minute uh okay. on y'all Okay, Jeopardy music. The picture was from Curtis. Oh, hey Curtis. Phew. Okay. Wow. Okay. Retired Army Chick Jay. We dodged that bullet, didn't we? We know. Okay. Cracking. Okay. Sorry, Jay. Well, glad you know the job woman. Yeah. Okay. But hey, Jay, post your picture. I bet you look just as good. Yeah. As them dudes. Well. Because we like a uniform. Well, no, but yeah. I like a man in uniform. Oh, but I think women look good in a uniform. They do. Too. But I'm They not, really do. I say she looked just as good. Well, okay. <laughs> Everybody know my, my, my fantasy husband is Brad Pitt. So, hey. There's you a know. guy at work who's in the Navy, or he's in the Reserve still. Mm-hmm. Was in the Navy, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I was asking him if he still has his uniform. What you gonna have him post for you? No, he's something? married and stuff. But I did ask if he still has the uniform. And why would you asking? Because he's in the reserves. Like if he has all the uniforms, because I know they usually do their camo stuff. But I didn't know if he still had like the dress blues and the dress whites. So what were you gonna have him dress up for you? No, I was asking. Asking for what? Purpose? Just to know. <coughs> do you still have all your uniforms? Mm, mm, mm. Not for me. Okay. But I was asking. 
It sounded like an ulterior motive no, to me. No, because mm. I was interested. Do you still have all that shit? Mm. You know, because, you know, for the reserves, they don't wear all that. They don't well, wear the fancy shit. But I'm sure military people keep all that shit. Well, I think he said he had it, but he doesn't ever use it because they well, don't use those. But that's not the, the issue. The mm-hmm. issue is I think they all keep that anyway. Anywho. Okay. okay on to the Jay. email. <clears throat> um, moving on. I was laughing out loud listening to the discussion about Morgan and Michonne and the peanut butter protein box. <laughs> Where, why did I laugh out loud? Because everyone has been wrong all this time. Why no one saw before, I can't understand. What? Morgan has not been tracking Rick all this time. He has been tracking Michonne. He wanted her to make good on his peanut butter bar. (laughs) (laughs) It was enough to snap him out of his fugue and clear the haze in his brain. He has been tracking one person all this time, Michonne. That's that's cute. Laugh out loud, retired army chick Jay. Oh, thank, thank you, Jay. <laughs> and now we know that you were chick. So, yeah. Jay is a she. Jay is a she. So, oh, that, yeah, that was cute. That's that was funny. Cute. Uh, we didn't mean to laugh at you, Jay. Mm-hmm. But I was worried. I was like, shit. Uh, was that picture supposed to be yeah, a woman see, on the face? No. <laughs> that was that was somebody different. It was somebody. So. It was Curtis. So, now we know. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. But yeah, send us your picture, or if you if you don't want to, yeah, post if you don't want to post it, just email us. Yeah, just email we us so we you. can see. Because yeah, we like to do now, that. Army, what does the army wear when you have to do the dress up stuff? Dr- green. It's the green. Green. Uniform, right? Army is green. That's not as cute as. Like, oh yes, it is. Navy blues. Oh, but the green looks really good. Or uh, marine black with the red stripe down it. Hello. Well, if we're going to have to, like, rank <laughs> the most fly ones, in my opinion. Okay, come on with it. Is what? the Air Force. Well, yeah. but I still think the Navy whites. Air Force blues. The Mar- Actually, I like the Marine black. I like the Marines, too, but the Air Force blues. Mm-hmm. But I, although I have to say now, <laughs> the Navy guys look really good. And they uniforms. Except I don't like the um like the prive whatever they call the privates or the lower level, the entry level. Oh, where they the were sailor the hats, the bell bottoms and the hats. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And the little ties, the little dicky looking ties. I think they look good. I I like it. I think they look good. <clears throat> but who that laughing got me? Got for me, me the up. best uniform though is the police. What? Yeah. Sister Jay, what's oh, yeah. smoking? When you get a police officer that got them like Captain Bonds and shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Thank you, <sighs> Sister J- or what? Retired Army Retired Chick Jay. Retired Army Chick Jay. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And, and We'll call you Army Jay. Yeah, we're going to call you Army Jay. And I just want to, <laughs> this is Sister Jay. And I just want to thank you for your service because without you, and people like you, hey, we wouldn't have all the freedoms we got. Sure wouldn't. So thank you, retired Army Chief Army Chief J. All right. What you doing now that you're retired? Army yeah. Army Let us know. Send us an email or something. I mean, we can keep it private if you don't want to share. I would love to be retired right now. But let <laughs> us know what are you doing now that you're retired. retired. I know. 
know. Yeah. Probably staying busy, I'm sure. But I'm sure she is, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next feedback is from Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. There's a sucker born every minute, and apparently I'm it. <laughs> I don't think this is a spoiler, but I'll be cryptic just in case. Okay. I believe them, those rat bastards, even though I was living in delusional land about it. I figure everyone knows what I mean. But if you don't and want to know, Google Walking Dead tricks fans. <clears throat> oh, I didn't hear that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Having what? said that, I was stunned and so was my son. I had read a spoiler telling me and it still floored me. I th- I'm guessing she's talking Not about Glenn. Glenn. Mm-hmm. But once the fog lifted, I noticed some other spectacular things. Glenn calling Rick dumbass. And Rick ending up trapped in a vehicle surrounded by walkers was an awesome callback to the pilot. Yep. Mm, yep. When he was stuck in that tank. Exactly. <coughs> exactly. Now, now, you know what? I had forgot about the tank episode, but it was the exact same yep, thing. first episode. Mm-hmm. Michonne setting Heath straight about what he doesn't know was awesome. Her, hopeless, her hopefulness about getting David home, beautiful. Yeah. Mm, I thought it was dumb. Well, I mean, it was fine, but you know what? Because she was so hopeful for him, it did not make sense that she didn't end him. Thank you. Give and, him and end his suffering. To take it from Z Nation, give him mercy. Exactly. Right. And, you know, to end his suffering. Right. I love Rick telling Glenn and Michonne to try to get to get the Alexandrians back, but to be sure they got back no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas, so glad you're Walker food. I'm glad we're going to get Michonne's, excuse me, I'm glad we're going to get Morgan's backstory, but really, Gimple, how many times are you going to do this to us? Dangle a fat plot payoff in front of us, then yank it away. Yep. Two, three, five episodes. How many before we find out what really happened in that alley? Well. Rick was amazing. At first I thought he Eugene'd the RV, but on my... (laughs) That's funny. But on my third rewatch, don't judge me, I have no life. I can't (laughs) afford one. Hey, but you know what? I watched it three times too. Excuse me. I figured out the wolf Eugene'd the RV. He shot into the front panel instead of Rick because apparently he got his bad guy degree from the Rambo bad guy university (laughs) and can't shoot worth shit. (laughs) <laughs> three feet away and he misses rick by two feet yep yep he showed he had he showed they it. haven't had no guns to practice with but you know what i mean <laughs> as a person who did not pass my um firing range oh gosh <laughs> class yeah i can i can tell you that yeah just because the targets in front of you don't mean you're gonna hit it lord <laughs> lord today <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm, I, the desperation on his face when he couldn't raise Glenn or Tobin. Then he found the baby food and realized the wolves had probably been in Alexandria. Yep. And he had to finish this job. Yep. was amazing. Epstein's mother's note. Dear Sister Jay, mm-hmm. please don't blame Kim for this being long ass. It's Gimple's fault. He has her <laughs> kerfuffled and she lost track of the length. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> I wasn't too bad. No, it, it wasn't too long, but yeah. Mm, I see, I, I just don't think Glenn is gone. I, I, I just don't think. Well, she said even she's though been hoodwinked. Well, but even though in the comics that character may or may not be, I just don't think that. I think, 
I think we're going to find out that this is one of them <coughs> Game of Thrones lookalike moments where they're trying yeah. to compete. We'll find out soon yeah. enough. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And our last email of the week. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yay. Because I'm getting verklempt. Yeah. Uh, is from Aussie John. Hey, Aussie John. Hey, Aussie John. Wasn't he the last one last time? Yeah, he likes to sneak him in. I think yeah, he likes to sneak him in. The last word. We love you, Aussie John. We love you, Aussie John. Hi, sisters. How you going? How and you going? How you going, sisters and nation? I think this feedback might be late for the episode, so I'll keep it short. <laughs> John, you know what? <laughs> Let me just say something he real quick. It is not late. You say the same shit every week, <laughs> and your eyes ain't late every you week. You know you not late. You know you don't gotta say that every time. <laughs> trying to be slick. He's trying to be slick. He trying to and read, read somebody. He trying to read us. Thank you. Mm, we mm, see you, mm. Ozzy John. We see you. We looking straight at you. <laughs> here are my thoughts okay this was the best episode three opening arc of the whole show okay no wait sorry let me start that again okay. this was the best three episode opening arc of the whole okay show. all yeah, three together yes yes um the termite story of the last season and the flu story of season four were good but this is my favorite start to a season so far it's, it's been, been very intense. good. It's been very good. Are we in agreement that Glenn isn't dead? No. I fell yep. for... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, we are in agreement that he is not dead. I fell for it when it happened. Then I went on the internet and felt stupid when I realized he will survive. Yep. However, I have a feeling we won't see him until next year in second or until next year in the second half of the season. You know what, though? I don't... That's a good, I disagree. I think... Idea. No, I disagree. That could happen. I disagree. I think what they're going to do is milk it until they, you know, they always take a winter break in between Christmas and stuff. That's what he just said. Oh, okay. Next year, which is 2016, the second half of the episode. The whole thing. No, he didn't say season. He said next year. Okay. I think you're right. Half of the season. You're right. You're right, Aussie John. Yes, you're Probably. right. I also think we'll have to wait to find out what will happen with Rick in about three episodes time. Until then, I think that things will slow down for the next few weeks. We are obviously getting Morgan's episode next week. This episode will have some serious explaining to explaining as to what they did to Morgan. Yep. <clears throat> I think that the two after that will be Daryl focused, Daryl focused episodes. Oh, based- that'd be good. That'd be good. I base this on the trailer and the shots of Daryl alone in the woods. I think the finale will be Mega Horde knocking on the door of Alexandria. Now that, now see that makes sense. You know what? That's probably, but Aussie John brings up a good point. And that is, that's what I pointed out with somebody in my office. You know, at the beginning of the season where they show uh, um, previews of what's going to happen, you know, this season. We see Daryl in the woods. He's handcuffed or or he's tied. His wrists are tied together with like a zip tie or something. So somebody's got him. Well, but some people don't like watching that. But that was a trailer. Some people don't watch the trailer. Anyway. So, yeah. So I totally agree that it's going to be Daryl centric episodes. Yeah. We don't know. But, but. I think it makes sense because they only have eight episodes 
you know, usually before, before Christmas. Right. Okay. So mm. we're already on three. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're already on three. So here we go. Um, he says, what is up with no mercy kills for be- for people being bit? I know. They just stood and watched people being murdered. Or, I know. Me, being munched on. Exactly. Yeah. That is me done. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Cheers, Aussie John. Well, dang, Aussie John. That was short and that, sweet. Thank you, Aussie John. I like thank the you. short and sweet. But, but you are correct. And we've already, you know, talked about that. And that is, to me, it is totally out of character from a shown, especially, not to have given them people some mercy and stabbed them in the head. Yep. With her katana. Because, yeah. Because they were going to suffer. And we now know, since uh, Will, uh, or um, what you call him, Nicholas came up on Will, that he had left who God knows how long uh, uh, was pinned under that car as a walker snarling. He was still alive. Yeah. Or as a walker. Well, they don't die unless you kill them, kill them. So. So, and I took it from that. It's been a while since he saw Will. Oh, I think like several months. Well, but that's I a don't long know. last time. Well, hey, anyway. he left. They left. They asked for dead. Yeah, that's true. He ain't All gonna right. go back there. And you know what? He definitely wouldn't lead anyone back there. That's true. If that had actually happened. Yeah. And because these fools don't know how to do, they wasn't going to try to go on their own to find out what happened because they don't know That's how true. to do out there. That's true. You know. That's true. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for all of your feedback, your voicemails and emails. Um, uh, Thank you for being patient on the podcast. (laughs) If you would like to send your feedback in for the next episode, do so at sisterspeak at gmail.com or send us a voicemail feedback, which we love hearing your voices. Yes. And it saves mine at speakpipe.com slash sisterspeakpodcast or... 972-755-1215 or actually just add an audio file to your email. That works too. That'll work. Uh, We are on uh, Twitter at underscore sister J underscore sister K and at sister speak cast. I've been kind of off of Twitter lately, so sorry y'all. I've been on Twitter. I have been so busy. Anyway, uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash speak podcast and our group sister speak nation, which we've had some very colorful conversations. Oh lately. yeah. That's a fun, and, fun thing. Yes. We are also on uh, Google plus. Uh, you can find us at all the regular outlets for your podcasting pleasure. And we appreciate y'all listening. Oh, real quick. Also, we haven't had any iTunes reviews lately. So, hey, if you like the podcast, support us in a couple of different ways. Write us an iTunes review, whatever you want. Yeah. We will read them on the podcast. Yeah. And rate us however you feel, but we'd like to get your thoughts and, and opinions through iTunes, which yeah. helps people find us and get to know us. Exactly. Also, you can share a tweet of ours retweet us when we post about an episode or just say hey y'all we're listening i put very convenient little tweets into our show notes every week that you can just click on it'll take you to your twitter application and it is already populated with some text so you don't even have to think and i would like to add that we do live tweet certain shows there are certain shows that we watch each week 
that we actually are on Twitter as the show is going. So, yeah, check us out. Also, you can um, shop with the sisters by going to our shop for Sister Speak t-shirts. I apologize to a few people who ordered and I was a little slow getting those out. We had to do a new order because we didn't have y'all sizes. (laughs) And that took a little bit of time and I got lazy. And you can also go to our website, sisterspeakpodcast.com, and click on our Amazon affiliate link. And do when you do your regular shopping at Amazon, if you use our link, we get a little bit of kickback, which will help defray some costs to the podcast. Yeah, that's so, always appreciated. We never hardly ever talk about any of that stuff, but I wanted to bring it up today. And we appreciate it very much. We do appreciate it. We appreciate, we appreciate it very our much. Sister Speak family for... Yep. Supporting us and staying with us through our, you know, uh, mini vacation. <laughs> aren't really vacations. And, and will we drop shows that will not be named? Mm. Why'd you even bring the shit out then? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.